childhood was spent trash trash you didn't do anything trash that but that's you know was on a decline you know kyle was gone Mm. that's when they were trying to just fish for the end of the season yeah yeah because old buddy was the who was that That light-skinned guy yeah trip 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 i didn't like trip i didn't like trip and his slick hair i didn't like it either I didn't yes. like him. I didn't like the new neighbor girl. Yeah, it was all just her four B. What is that called? Yeah, four uh, B. Yeah, it was. It was all just a lot. It a was a much. lot. Right. Welcome back, Dion. Gave y'all a cute little name. If y'all heard in our ad, <laughs> lie detectors. I think that's so fly. So I think if you're following us, you're a fan of us or a supporter of us. Our just friends, family. Of, right? Our family. <laughs> just family. I think we buy. I think we buy family at this point. Yeah, yeah. So you know my business. Right. So y'all are lie detectors. So welcome back, lie detectors, for another episode of Where's the lie mm-hmm. week eight yes girl we are week eight that's a good number eight is a good whole number oh, nice it's tonight well we're filmed um we're recording a bit early because we have family activities this weekend <laughs> yay i'm excited are you excited i'm excited we're going to six flags yeah i haven't been to six flags since i've been in high school like literally high school Mm, me and Shalanda went uh, a few years ago. It's the last time I was oh, there. Oh, so she's been she's fresh. recent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're gonna tackle the Goliath. This this I'm saying it now. I, I hopefully, I, I what mean, is a Goliath? This the the orange and blue ride that What's with the scary big about dip. It? That's that big dip in the beginning. Oh. And last time me and Shalanda were there, like we were talking ourselves, like we gonna get on it, we gonna get on uh-huh. it. And then we looked at it, and was like. <laughs> next time we no. do it next time oh well I won't be getting on that one. oh yeah you are yeah you are oh no no no, yeah, no. Yeah. I know my limits <laughs> so if it looks but... like too much not only am I not getting on it my baby not getting it you can't get on it either <laughs> none of us we won't ride it where are the teacups what rides are you going to ride the ones that don't look too bad okay I don't want to be in the front and I need to be on the inside okay <laughs> alright well there that sounds like it's I'm gonna be I'm going to drink the high ass soda that's what is gonna happen <laughs> she's just there for the snacks <laughs> Take pictures with my family. <laughs> so, all right, what happened? What are we talking about? Things we care about this week. Things, where do you want to start? Oh, with? first of all, we have to start with the queen because it's only okay. right. Okay, wait, wait. I want to start with her, but I feel like we're going to spend so much time with her. I want to just glaze over... Um, Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. right. Let's real start quick. with Game Just of Thrones. Quick. Yeah. Because it was a lot that first episode. <sighs> they came in, you know, you know, taking shots. First of all, that fly ass march with um <laughs> with the Unsullies. Yeah. Just it's the first time these white northerners have seen skin tone of melanin oh, and on horses looking <laughs> just regal this hair was curly i mean that march into like, what is that it's beautiful it, isn't it it that was a serious march and then them dragons came and scared everybody stop running that was stop a running peasant serious serious march right Ooh. but recognize their mother honey cuz she cuz she is here she held it down all the way through now sansa listen you gonna have to. I know you've been through a lot. Listen, you've been. You were dumb for six fucking seasons. <laughs> Actually, it's like six and a half. You wasn't. You wasn't really on it until the last couple of episodes. That's true. Okay. That's true. And I know you've been through hell and back. Okay, but 
It's not about you. Listen, calm down. It ain't about you. All right? Now, stay stay alert, but calm down. Okay? All You're right? still part of the team. Right. <laughs> you are a franchise player. Yeah. But you're not the star. Because I, I done yelled at you for six seasons straight. <laughs> so you got it together. You don't. Don't. Fuck it up. I will. For everybody. Like, girl and Aya, just keep being you. <laughs> don't ever be nobody else. No one else. tell Aya about nothing, okay? No, nothing else. She she do what she want, and I am behind her 100%. I think Aya's about my favorite character. I think for me it goes Aya, Jon Snow, Daenerys. Oh. And then... um. Peter Dinklage's character, uh, the the Lannister. What's the what's... Uh, now that you said it, it escapes me. Y'all know, Tyrion. y'all know Peter D- Tyrion. Yes, yes. those Tyrion. are those, that's like my top four. Okay, I'm gonna go with Daenerys, Tyrion. <laughs> you know those two. Then the grandma. <laughs> <laughs> I miss her. Yeah. I miss her so yeah, much. She's a she's a key player. But uh, most importantly, Cersei, since you're not gonna die, I thought you could at least kill the, the crazy uncle for us. I mean, if you weren't gonna do nothing else for us. But that that was a badass line. Mama said, "If you want a whore, go <laughs> buy one. one. You want a queen, Earned and I think the black ladies, we got women, to take I mean, that. women in general, but my sisters for real, for real. Yeah." You should we should live by, by that, that motto. Life. Yeah. We should live by it. If you want a whore, go well, buy one. Go buy one. You but want a queen. Earn me. Yes. Yeah. That's simple. I mean, that's like like I mean, right then I was like, well, shit. I mean <laughs> what else could you say? Cool. She gave she you a little Shonda Rhimes speech. She <laughs> was like, you know what, Melly, right. you might not be that bad. Now you going through something. Okay. You going through some things. But she going to put this ancestral baby on this crazy ass uncle. Oh, Lord. Well, she been, she been blaming, she been, you know, blaming. pinning babies on other men her I whole so. life. Because so. I thought she was going to kill him. She was like, yeah, go on to the back and she going to just slice your throat up. And No, she didn't do that. Nope, no. She actually slept with him. Mm. Mm, I guess, girl. I wonder what it smells like because he been on the seas and the voyage for months, a like, year that I know of. Like wet dog. Like wet dog. It smells like wet dog. So, yeah, absolutely. I uh, Because, you know, they, I don't know. Have you seen anyone bathe in, no. in sevens, in eight seasons? <laughs> mm-hmm. Besides Daenerys in the first episode? Before her brother tried to, when he, when he molested her, <laughs> when he, over her milky body with his hands, I was like, oh my God, this is just, it's awful. I mean, like, so I much. haven't seen no, not one. Not really touch no water. The cleanest people been in black folks. <laughs> okay, let's be real. Okay, but yeah, so Game of Thrones, you got our attention. Oh. Bran, what's up? Bran, what's up? Bran, what's up? Bran just... That's all he got for people. He been in that chair since I know the first thirty minutes. Of Bro, the that series. look him and Jamie. The, they haven't seen each other since season one, yeah. episode one, one, and he seen him. Hey, nigga, that's basically what that was. <laughs> Wait, first of all, <laughs> did you see the clip on the internet where it was like, "This is how Brandon Jamie gonna be this season," and it was yeah, the scary yeah, movie. I shared that. You be laughing at all the shit. I Lex be laughing at my shit. Tell me about my shit on my page. I don't see the. I don't really be seeing names. I just see memes and I just laugh and I be forgetting that she be the one putting them up. Yeah, that's, just, that's basically them. That's and his little legs, his tennis shoes, his little skates. I'm gonna walk <laughs> away. Walk. <laughs> Walk away. <laughs> Give me a hand. I mean, who gonna speak to who first? Or do we just avoid each other? I mean... Brand gonna... You gonna talk to me. <laughs> Brand said you got to... You in my shit? You got to come talk to me? I mean, you know, low-key, I hate to say this, but 
him being pushed out that window has been the best thing. About for the his best whole thing that family. happened to Brand. Because no. <laughs> how would he, how else would he became the three eyed Raven That's if you weren't true. in the wheelchair? Okay, okay, okay. So fair, fair. and they was just not gonna let us linger on this uh, Daenerys cousin shit. No, they was not the, gonna the let us linger on it. Heir to the to the Iron Throne. No, they wasn't. We got right into it. I just hate it came in such a hurtful form. So he don't know if dude told him being genuine out of spite or, or out of spite because yeah. now he angry. He was like, well. Since we all telling secrets and shit. Your bitch killed my people. <laughs> and she don't even deserve the throat. It's yours. It's no, yours. your mom wasn't a whore. <laughs> your dad wasn't your dad. So how about all of that? Right. Now now, now what, what you gonna what do? What you wanna do with it? You know what? I'm out. I don't fuck with any of y'all do no more. Don't fuck it. <laughs> Good luck with all this shit. We're gonna die anyway. They, they got a whole dragon. And We're, every time somebody die, they get they recruiting. Yeah, okay. Let's think about that. Every time someone dies, it's a new person on the. I mean, it's just like, how do you do that? (laughs) This y'all better be keep digging up that goddamn dragon glass. You're not doing it fast enough because everybody arguing. (laughs) Clearly, (laughs) fucking arguing. It's like get it together, but dude, episode one was. It was good. It was good. We're here for it. We got all week. To wait and plot and be wrong. <laughs> and be completely wrong. We are signed up for it. I feel like anything less than everyone dying is probably not in Game of Thrones <laughs> standards. Everyone has to die. Yeah, I mean, winter would just be here. I and mean, that'd be the end of it. <laughs> it's cold. It's cold. And now we're in the Caucasus Mountains. And that's where all these white people came from. Black people, get out of there. Just get, get out. Just, just get out of there. See, they've been telling us. Yeah, okay. So <laughs> we'll be back next Sunday. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. We're, we're here up. again. We're going to pick up from there. So what else happened? Do we? What, what else happened that we care about? And I want you to pick this one. Because <laughs> I know what you're passionate about over there. Since we're not going to talk about the queen. <laughs> not yet. I guess we can. I wasn't going to. I wasn't going to say nothing. Uh-huh. I wasn't going to give this roach. Oh. Not a roach. And why are we calling him a roach? Because he looks like a roach. He looks like if Disney did a live action version of roaches, it would be him. He would be the lead character. Mm -hmm. Like he roaches. That was the show. Right. Like Mm -hmm. he would they would like no audition needed. Mm -hmm. Get him. Mm -hmm. I wasn't gonna give him no time of day. But this seems like a warning now because I think we passed the warning. Okay, so Kodak Black, um nigga, just you wanna die is what is what you were saying. Cause, what did he do? So, I have not fucked with Kodak. First of all, I don't like his music, period. That, he sounds he sounds like he's illiterate trying to read a paragraph out loud He to was a beat. definitely on the short bus in school. Mm-hmm. Okay? And no disrespect to the short bus, but the real short one. He like, was, he's slow, y'all. He's slow. He's let's, just, slow. let's just call it what it is. He's slow. He's slow. Um, but I wasn't messing with him after the whole... Dark skin mm-hmm. situation. Fiasco. Somebody let him speak on his own because clearly he has no PR person. Mm-mm, they just let him talk, just talk. That's what happens talk. when you just recruit niggas you grew up with to be in your circle, <laughs> and no one is telling you to. I shut think he has the all powerful up. white Jewish people surrounding him because every time he does some dumb shit, they get paid. Clearly, J Cole's influence does like J Cole too. That's too much. That's too much. Like right, Cole. What did y'all talk about? <laughs> Cause you put on, you put it in a song. I think clearly, as they started talking, and he started hit one eye went one way, and the other eye went the other way. J Cole's like, "Oh, this nigga ain't for nobody. He ain't even for him." Do you do you sign with an ex? Oh like, like just anyway. So I wasn't messing him with messing with him from that because mm-hmm. nigga, how dare you? Look at you. Oh, how dare you? He like a a coffee 
a coffee color pantyhose on a on an ashy knee. He's like, <laughs> he's like what the scab looks like. Yeah. Like once it's got it's black got and crusty, and little it's, blood on yeah. it as well. Just you know, one, the one that you just kind of want to pick off. Oh, you think goodness. it's your heel? Yeah. He looks like when you be running with your tennis shoes and you get the scuff mark on the floor. You be like, they're like oh goddamn, oh uh, Kodak, Kodak. So not only being rude and disrespectful, he's been rude and disrespectful for quite some time towards Young and May, towards Lauren right. London, right? You know, but and so of course when the Lauren London thing hit off, Ti is said what he said. You know, that's his little sister. Mm-hmm. Nip was his guy, right? Right. You know, going back and forth took the dudes. Um, what? Portrait out of the trap yeah, museum. Yeah, right. All of the above. You know. You know, and and at this point, you would say, "Hey, Kodak, shut the fuck up. Stop being stupid. Stop. Just live your life but and no, be quiet." But no, no. So he's still butt hurt mm-hmm. with the whole Ti thing. He said he not, but his statement that I seen on social media, and I'm gonna try to do my best. Kodak voice. I want to hear this. How does, how does it go? I want to hear I don't know. What does he say? Uh, to do. Uh, uh, look, look. I, I'm not a little flip. Uh, Ain't nobody scared of T.I. This is his exact words. <laughs> Ain't nobody scared of T.I. He ain't going to end my career. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I got some advice for T.I. Do sit your old ass down somewhere. Mm-hmm. You 45 years old, worried about what I'm doing. I suggest you watch your mouth before your daughter Deja gets piped. Uh-uh. Keep it up, and I might just nut in her. <gasps> Are you ready to be a granddaddy? Oh. She finer than a bitch, too, <gasps> so it won't take long. Oh, oh, oh. It just got worse on worse on worse. Oh, he got this. Somebody got to shoot him. Oh. Now, I don't know if you've been paying attention. Okay. I don't even follow T.I. Okay. And I know. He be in niggas. He be in them comments. Any mention of them children or that wife? Mm-hmm. And he will find you. I mean, just by street street rules alone, you gotta at least slap him. Like I say, drag him to the town square, string him up. Nigga, you wanna die, die? Oh, you just you just don't want to live at all. Okay. Because not only have you already pissed this man off Mm-mm. about Lauren London, you just said something about his blood child. You just said something about his blood. Dog. His first. Blood daughter. Now he loved Neek. And he loved all his children. But that's his like first baby girl. For real, for real. Right, for real, for real. So you just gonna you just wanna die. Kodak, I, I, mean, I say you I say you square up, bruh. I that's I think that's what you should do. Oh that girl can't fight. <laughs> she is not here to fight. That is not what she do. No, no, no. I wanna no, no. see it. I will pay money to Hold see T.I. He got people around here who's willing to take a bullet for him. And I say, you know what? Because one day you got to answer for that shit. You're going to answer for it voluntarily. You're going to answer for it involuntarily. But he's going to answer for that shit regardless. Like, you got to. I mean, what else? What else happens? We talk about this like, man, you dropped all that when you said my daughter's name. And wait, what did you say about that? What did you say about that earlier? That should be a sign of what? Oh, so th- I wanted to bring this up because clearly mm-hmm. this... You're rapey at That's this point. That's rapey. You're a rapist. I, I'm calling it because first of all, the girl's 17. Okay. That's number one. one. She's 17. Mm-hmm. But second of all, you have just said the like the most degrading, disrespectful you shit about your women. Raw peen in somebody's innocent daughter for all you fucking know, because she's innocent because she's under 18. And you will proceed to procreate with her? 
and you talk about and 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 elevate him to granddaddy. You said you was gonna do all of that. I, I don't. See I don't see how. how. I, I don't see, see how don't. because you have to get close to her, and Ti's gonna kill you. Like mm-hmm. at this point, you're, now you know. Now we're not gonna say kill you because we would hate for something to happen. Right. That's a true statement. Right. But you can't. You, you got to see some about. You gonna have to see somebody, somebody about, about that. all yeah. that shit you talking. Right. But this is a. These are signs mm-hmm. of a rapist. I don't care what nobody say. All of the disrespectful sexual stuff that yeah. you have been spewing out online. You're a sexual predator. You are a sexual. You are Joffrey predator. You are Joffrey. You would take something and you would sodomize the women around you. You because you have you have issues within yourself. Like. Just look at the signs. This is, these are. All the shit R. Kelly was putting in his okay. songs early on, those were called signs. And everybody was just steady jamming to it. So we kick in, ha ha. Oh my God. No, you need to go ahead and cancel this shit now. His music's not that great. I don't know what y'all we're are listening to. We're not missing anything. He's not putting nothing out that we're going to be like, I remember this shit when I was growing up. I know up. not one Kodak Black song. I don't know anything. And now if I hear his voice, it has to go because he is showing signs of an abuser. And a sexual, you know, deviant. Do something about it, y'all. Y'all better catch that shit now. I can't. Like, yeah. So I was, that's the only reason why I brought him up is for a warning sign. Yeah. These are not the behaviors or the talk of someone Uh who is just, oh, no, he's just from the street. No. No. First of all, I don't think he even know what a street is because somebody been holding his hand a long time to cross that crosswalk. Oh, you no, understand? No, no, baby, not, not right now. It's a car coming, it's baby. A car no, it's a car coming. You got to look both ways. You got to look both to ways, look both baby. Ways. Look up. You got to look up, too. Pick your feet up. Pick got, your to pick, feet. got to pick your feet up. Like his nose always was, was running. Dirty. Just, ugh. Kodak was probably the ugliest child. The ones they just took the picture. If it was right, it's right. You know, his mama, she'd have never bought. She never bought not one school picture. Where is his mama? Somewhere. Girl. Not doing her job. You failed us, lady. All right, I'm moving on. Okay. Just, ugh. Just, I need a shower. <laughs> just thinking about him is disgusted. Y'all forgive me. I have some M&Ms and they are... Divine. Nuts in your mouth. Nuts in your mouth. Nuts in your mouth. She's bankhead bouncing. Nuts in your mouth. That's how old she is, child. Have you ever wondered? She was that old. She's bankhead bouncing old. Don't play me. I'm sissy roll old. Girl, you're two years older than me, so calm that down. I'm sissy roll. You don't know nothing about no sissy roll. What's the difference between a butterfly? You don't know shit about walking. <laughs> this ain't the butterfly. It's the tissue roll. What's the difference? Never, show me the it difference. It doesn't matter, but I was old enough to remember that line. I was like, it ain't the butterfly. It's the tissue Which roll. one is which? I, that never. My mama didn't let me do that. <laughs> I can't do that dance. <laughs> but I practice. <laughs> I practiced in the bathroom. I did it one leg at a time. <laughs> <laughs> we was praise dancing in that house. Candy, sweet yeah. girl. Let me see. Just too much. hell? You better not see too much of a curve in that spine. <laughs> my mama hit me dead in my shit. No. <laughs> That's why I ain't no stripper to college. <laughs> See, see, okay, see what happens anyway. Okay, so real quick before we go to our beautiful queen, Beyonce Janelle's nose, Carter, we're gonna jump on this Mueller report. Oh, (laughs) so let me tell you what happened, please, because I haven't been keeping up. I just really feel like you know, if the world is gonna end, so be it, and if not. Y'all let me know what I'm supposed to do in the in the in the uh, 
boat? The revolution. Okay. <laughs> just, just let me, just let, give me I my role. Right, just give me papers. my role. So, okay, I've been, I have been following, I've followed this, what, if anything conspires to pull down this man, I'm, I'm gonna follow it. But I stopped following when they, they first brought off the Mueller report and was like, they couldn't find any collusion. They couldn't find this. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Y'all just gonna keep fucking lying. So y'all lying, just did all that I'm us. done with it. Right. I'm sick of it. I don't care no more about politics. Fuck CNN. <laughs> you know? You're all fucking liars. All y'all are liars. I knew y'all was lying about that North Korea shit. Corrupt so. ass country. Girl, I mean, I had I had put it down like I had put down uh, the secret life of American teenager when they killed that girl baby. I was done, done with dip. it. I'm not watching it no more. I don't care nothing about it. So Get that's that girl baby. It's over with. So I kept seeing it pop up, kept seeing it pop up. And I was like, oh, they're going to bring out the, I guess, actual transcripts of the report for right. all the media to have. So I put it on there and I'm just watching. And when I heard old girls tell Anderson Cooper, oh, there's a section on page 289BP and section be where when Sarah what's the the representative the lady named Sarah Paulson what's her name no oh, girl no that's okay. her actress I'm sorry Huckleby I don't know girl Sarah the white Huckleby. people there you go. Sarah white lady I don't know so when she had gave, given reports saying the FBI had said that there was they all knew something was up with Mueller and they didn't you know care for him and they all was suspicious of him something like that shit when they told the American people this mm-hmm. that was a lie they said there was no found evidence for that to be true. So they lied. Straight they lied up. to the people. And so throughout the whole report, it's just basically saying, I personally cannot find anything by textbook illegal as far as him as sitting president. But he had all these illegal things have happened. So, you know, you just do what you want with these non-statute of limitations. So basically he was like, listen, listen, guys. Um... I mean, I'm going to say I ain't find nothing because I can't really do nothing on this level, but things were found. Right. So, I but mean, see, here y'all go. The, president, so. the White House tried to get in front of all of this. To be like, it, there was, was no nothing. collusion and it's over with. And, you know, people just arguing with Magma and their cult leaders and followers. They just arguing with these motherfuckers out there. And they're just like, you and your wife cousin don't understand <laughs> that your president did this. And it's like, they said it was nothing. And that's it. <laughs> They said it was nothing. When you say wife cousin, you mean like your cousin who is your wife? I mean like Harold Kumar go to Guantanamo Bay and that baby with the one eye cyclops because the mama daddy was siblings. I mean that wife cousin, bitch. I mean we got the same Paul. (laughs) But we also have a baby together. We also got a baby. Okay. Do you want me to pull that back to Game of Thrones? Because I can talk about that king. And white people, y'all been weird a long time, and you put it out there for us to see. I mean, like the dude that was just having daughters to have yeah, more daughters with the daughters he was having. Yeah, that kind and of white people. The white, and feeding the sons to the white yeah, workers. So, like, all of that's going on. He, they're, they're just lying, and people are just arguing back and forth. And now that this is out, you know, you haven't heard from the White House today, as of today. You haven't heard from the White House. Nobody, it's not, it's like real quiet. So, everybody's sitting back, like, so now that they've said definitively, that this man that you've trusted with everything has been lying to you and knowing that he couldn't lie to you, how do you feel? And nobody, you know, white people are, they are very quiet. So the reports, the unredacted report, redacted reports are 
given to whom now? Did they were they yeah. given? Mueller's yeah. reports were given to whom? The to Senate? Senate? Everybody has them. Everybody like Nancy got Pelosi has it. So they're just like you know, bro, you know, sis. Here you go. They've called for his tax records. They've called for everything. His children. So now it's just you know uh, we're just waiting to see. Are we oh, gonna yeah, keep pushing this shit? Jail. Like I think they're trying to either push to see when he's out of office to see you know they gonna stretch it out that far because we only got what another. Year, two years, about a year and a half. Yeah. So yeah, twenty twenty is when everybody's gonna start running. Yeah, you're gonna tell how long they're gonna try to push this off. But I do suspect in the long run somebody gonna serve some time, and I don't mean like the housing market crash and one person go to jail. (laughs) I take the whole family, (laughs) dog. Take all of them. Take all of them. Yeah. That young son too. I don't know what he did, but whatever he did, he did that shit. Take (laughs) him too. I don't know what he did. He did some shit too. He did some shit too. Take that nigga too. All of them got to go. All but Melania, and she's gonna have the most best-selling book that she dictated. Can we? Can we deport her? She's not going nowhere, girl. She gonna claim she a victim when all this shit is over. She gonna claim all type of abuse. I mean, we've seen it. It's some evidence out there. But I'm just saying that's what's going to keep her clear. That's just my predictions. Okay, well. hmm, And I'm here for the circus. It ain't never Ringling Brothers in that White House. Oh, and then then this clown-ass nigga, and I'm talking about y'all president, he was up here talking about, oh, oh, Mueller's over, I'm fucked. (laughs) Oh, you can say that? Oh, you can say that? Where he said that at? He said it in the White House. No. Yes, it's in the report. There are transcripts of this. There's transcripts. That's when he found out that Mueller was doing yes. it. He said he was fucked. He said, I'm fucked. He was like, that's the end of my presidency. I mean, like, verbatim. That's what he said. I'm not I'm not paraphrasing. Yes, because they bleeped Shut it out. Anderson Cooper's up. like, I'm not going to say what he said, but he said F word. Yes. <gasps> Anderson is <laughs> loving. I know when that shit hit his desk, he was like, oh. Oh, oh no, sweetheart. They're sitting, they were sitting around at like a half moon table. Everybody had their Apple computers open. People and were they were just pulling from pages. Loving just, it. Shit, they, they could talk about it for the next year. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Y'all going to jail. Pop, lock, and squat. <laughs> Pop, lock, and squat. Good luck with that. I hope you're not segregated. (laughs) (laughs) I hope they put you amongst the people. And not Martha Stewart jail. I don't want you to go to Martha Stewart jail. You You need to go to real jail. But now, on to... Oh, finally? Our queen. First of all, can we just say, I don't know who the fuck was performing at Coachella this year. Okay. I have not one clue. And she was also gracious to wait until Coachella was over. Well, the first weekend anyway. Okay, well. I had not one clue who is performing at Coachella. It doesn't matter because Beyonce was like, listen, I know I'm not there, but guess what, guys? I'm going to just give you my performance all over again. And we watched it. Not just that. Not just that. She gave us... Background. She, She didn't know us. I mean... I mean, didn't owe us. She didn't owe us a motherfucking thing. Not, but you and but it was so smart because she got paid twice for, for the, the same, same performance. Yeah, same thing. And Beyonce's always on beat because when they was cutting back and forth in between performance from day flawless. one, flawless. It was flawless. Flawless. Might watch it again. I mean, we were. I literally watched it. Like it was the first time I saw that performance, and I know I watched that performance a few times, several times. And let's say this: it was an old to HBCU. It was the. First of all, and I know, and I am so glad that she brought this culture, our culture, to, to the for to the forefront. But I just feel like 
the whites did deserve they it. They didn't deserve it. They didn't it. deserve they it. Didn't, and then they didn't understand And it. they did. I'm talking about that whole little probate show. They I know they were it. like, I don't know what's going on. Why are they laughing? Now, Why are they, they doing when that? they did um, the, the Black National Anthem, oh. Alexis, I was sitting here telling Alexis, like, I know white people like, how do you know the words? That what album is it on? What album is this? Is that the Christmas album? Did <laughs> she release that before this episode? How do y'all know the words? Why, does all the, why do all the black ones know the words? Why don't we know the words? Do you, look it up. Look it up. Is it on title? Is it on title? <laughs> did, was there, did she pass something out? And Blue can sing. She can sing. My mama was doing the runs. She is slaying that mic. She's gonna come for y'all. Uh, she ain't got to come for nobody. It's waiting on her. She ain't you coming right. for it's, nobody. And people are like, "We're waiting on oh, you, you yeah. mom." No, she can drop come an album through, now, sis. bro. Go get that new blue. You got to get the new blue. I'm ready for an album right now. Yeah, I can just listen to her do her ABCs or sing something in French, you know. But you know, Beyonce says she wanted to put out some content her children could be proud of her for. And throughout this whole thing, she talked about her experiences with HBCUs when she was young. That was the highlight of her year. And to have Beyonce model her own performance and herself at one point after Majorettes, who's been doing this since high school. Um, girl, babies. Like, if, you, if you're looking at... Girl, I watched the Dance at Dolls, child. I <laughs> love Bring It. Yeah. I love yeah. it so much. Um, or Bring It On. What is it? Is it Bring It's Bring It. it? It's it's bring bring it. it. Um, and they... Baby dolls. Baby. Like four or five-year-olds doing Majorettes style, especially in the South. Now, I'm from L.A., and so I didn't realize for, uh, HBCU, like, like, how dope it was until... Drumline came out. Oh my god! And I watched. I went to see Drumline like four times in a row, like at the theater. Like I was oh, so wow. obsessed, and that like that's the reason why I wanted to go to okay, HBCU. So, so growing up, I'm from Birmingham. We always had the Magic City Classic, but we also had Miles College, which is a historical HBCU within the city itself. Mm-hmm. So you've always been surrounded by bands, but they influence the black high schools. Right. So when you go to black football games, this is what you know. Right. And you know, I went to a white high school, but at one point I went to a black a black middle school. So I was in their band, and we were in the Magic City Classic parade so mm-hmm. we got to model ourselves after the high school that's so dope and so that's that's all you that's what you know in the south that's so see i didn't grow up like that the closest the closest hbcu to california is in texas i think prairie view prairie yeah, view is yeah. like the closest hbcu to california yeah, wow. and so we didn't so like none of our bands i mean like you have black schools in LA that were kind of dope but like we weren't focused on band life. Right. Like they were focused on sports. Okay. I mean well, and there so, was that too but most HBCUs aren't really known for their sports team performance right. because it's not highlight, highlighted on the national stage more so than our bands are. Right. And I hate to say it like that but it be like that. Yeah so I, I saw a drum line and I was like because before that I was playing basketball I thought I wanted to go to USC and play that oh, was that was a you? trash dream. Uh, no. First of all, I wasn't that great. <laughs> Second of all, I didn't know what I thought basketball was like in college, but maybe <laughs> that, ain't that it. was a trash-ass dream that I should have never dreamt ever in my yeah. life. 
But when I seen Jeremiah, I was like, oh, this is fly. And then I went to um, a black boarding school, which was kind of dope. And then um, I had friends. Like, that's when we, I got to go see Battle of the Bands. Oh. And I saw Jackson State oh, for the wow. first time. And I was like, yo, this is serious. Okay, so we had this thing in, in Birmingham where uh, there were Battle of the Bands at the high schools. And maybe a college or two would come and perform. So all the high school kids would buy these tickets. It was nothing but like a fashion show. And then the older I got, girl, it was nothing but fights. But as the the girls and the the drum the drum majors mm-hmm. and the majorettes, they will be competing with other bands across the the stadium, or they'll be competing with other bands. So you got like five or six bands That's competing so with each other. That's where you get all of this, mm-hmm. and because they're competing, it has to be big movements so they can see them across the field. So all of this is going on, and then you had a group of there were um, some homosexual guys in high school. They were their own drumline, like that their own so majorettes. So they will be competing. That shit was. Fly like at one at least for like four or five years solid. It was a good cool environment before them kids. Be, I don't know who was raising them children after that, but they started shooting the shit, and oh, we just couldn't. You know, black folks, we just can't. But she definitely just. If you went to an HBCU, you was proud, right? When you watched that performance because it really was the first time because. I feel like we're used to it, right? Because that is what yeah. a, a, a HBCU game yeah. or whatever looked yeah. like. That is what that looks like, right? So we were used to it, but to see it in that magnitude right. in front of the world, world, because when it streamed live in Coachella, we was all up till four in the morning just right. jamming. To everything. I mean, I was like, and then she did it to us again and dropped it at, at midnight and everybody That's up at right. three in the morning and still doing it again. jamming. Because I'm a let's go kid. <laughs> When she said, I think it's time to go. Okay, I was here because when we, I'm getting to the money. I mean, the whole, everybody, everybody man. Hey, hey, hey. I'm talking about oh, still no, doing no the lie. dance. Bo took four steps to Beyonce. She definitely, we were screaming. <laughs> I was like, she's, I'm not saying she's God, but she, but she, my baby took four steps. She's a deity somewhere. And I'm going to say this. I believe in a lot of things. I believe in dimensions. I believe in worlds. An alien world, whenever you get this, wherever you get this, I'm sure there's one dedicated to Michael Jackson and Whitney Houston and, and Beyonce. Beyonce Planet, come get me. Okay? Come get me first. She just got here. I've <laughs> no, been no, here no, since no, Destiny's no, no, Child. No. I didn't eat much convincing. She she had to go through the no-no-no's. I didn't eat all that. I I was here straight up. She said one thing and I, my Negro knows. Yes. Oh, so where do I sign Dion up? said, oh, this limitation is... I mean, no, it was uh, formation. It was formation when she got me. She mixed a little voodoo in and I was like, oh, so she had the more Mm-hmm. I said, oh, so you know about you know about you. Oh well, come on. Well, come. Oh, Beyonce said, yeah. I have made enough money to be blackity black, 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 baby. I oh, own I everything. It. I own my company. Right. I own everything. I can do whatever I want. You got to say nothing else to me. So girl. here, white people I at the festival. I got a and all my concert money right here. Here, white people at this festival, come get this HBCU realness. And she gave it to them. They was confused and they was tired. But they loved every minute they of it. fucked up that swag surf. Oh, we, my God. We picked it up on the tour. Listen, that swag surf was so epic. That swag, swag surf came in with the class of 05. And Don't let's you be forget real. It. Don't y'all forget it. Because my freshman year... My freshman year was swag, sir. That's when we all started doing it together instead of everybody. I was like, oh, you know what? Fuck it. The whole crowd was like, we're going to start this way. You do it slow, <laughs> and then you got to get into it with a beat drop. If you can't do it like that, I don't want to participate. You can't play with us. And it's at every function now. Is yep. that the SWV week is always at every HBCU <laughs> function? 
I don't know why. We love it so much. We okay? love it so much. Week is at every HBCU function. Oh, right. God. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's a rap song, too, that's always at every HBCU function. I know. I've been t- What's that? Um, who is that? Uh, uh, I just don't give. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, I feel like I hear that. Oh, okay. I'm thinking about what the bands play. Oh. Yeah, what the bands okay, play. Okay, what do the bands play every function? Um, Talking out the side of your neck. I know that's normally every every show, or at least at least one band's gonna play it mm-hmm. for sure. And whoever that announcer and a, and was, a S, not a SWB, and a Earth Wind and Fire song, yes, is gonna be played. Oh, what does she sing at the end? That she did. Oh, that uh, Frankly Beverly that Mays. Frankie Beverly uh, May song. That's always a before I let go. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a New Orleans bounce to it, and Beyonce. I'm gonna rock with that one. Oh yeah. If any time I got to choose between that, I'm gonna choose that one. Okay, Frankie Beverly Mays. Y'all still cool for, it's the, a classic. for the barbecue. What is it with Big Chris? It's a classic. It's a classic now. It's a classic. It's a classic. But, hey. No. I appreciate how she highlighted. She had on Howard. But I would like for more celebrities to be have a better, broader vision about other HBCUs out there, especially if we're talking about trying to save them. Mm-hmm. We need to start promoting. I would like to see more celebrities promote some of the smaller colleges right? so they can get some notoriety as well. Right. Like, you know, Talladega, we on our way up. But, you know, we can use a, a national platform right. as well. That ain't going to hurt nobody. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, Howard going to be straight. Howard going to be straight. Spelman going to be straight. I'm going to tell you something. Within the black... HBCU community, we sometimes look at other colleges like, okay, so Hampton pretty much is like the cousin that married somebody white. That light-skinned cousin. Yeah, that light-skinned mm-hmm. cousin. You know, Howard pro-black. He's pretty much Dre from Blackish. That's right. Howard. Right. right, that's Howard. That's Howard. Right. right. I would say Spellman is our Nikki Giovanni. You <laughs> see? Like that. With a little bougie. With a little bougie. Right. You, know, once, you know, fam think they better than everybody, but you got a criminal record too. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? All right, fam. I All mean, right, fam. So then a lot of stuff came out, Spillman, fam. Spellman, we praying for you. <laughs> oh, still, man, we praying for you. We praying for you, Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the smaller colleges need some love, Believe me, the dog. smaller colleges yeah. need some love, too. So, but she definitely, I was just, it just made you proud. To be black. Yeah. To be from the South. <laughs> right. To have went to an HBCU. Because she had thick women. And, and I think that was something that was really dope when she was talking about how um, she wanted everyone whoever felt unincluded to mm-hmm. feel like they were up on that stage. She didn't hide them thick girls, mm-hmm. and they was on it. You know what I'm saying? The, the guys who dance and can do all that, yeah. like, with their... Their bodies. Their, yeah, they just look like they contort their bodies. Yeah, it's great. It was, it was, you know, like, oh. But she said, anybody that felt left out, this was for you. And I know every all them people, because... Pretty much, it seemed like most all of them to been in the band. Oh, yeah, they was but with like, this, but like for real, like they had a tryout. So right. a lot of these people either were like first year out of the HBCU band, or like maybe two, three years out. They I were, don't think it was any like active students, right? But yeah, she definitely not only she didn't try to mimic anything, she went and got it. Right. You know, see what I'm saying? She didn't have to be like, I need y'all to be like this. She put herself within her community and brought them. With her, that's beautiful. And that work that ethic selfless. is crazy. Right. It just makes you be like, I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough. Because she had to do none of this. She, she could have had them babies and went and left her rich, beautiful life the and way it was. all three of them differently look like both of them. Oh, my God. They're just, all of oh, them are just a perfect mixture, mixture of both of in them. In three different ways. In three different ways. And But they all look related. That little boy is gorgeous. gorgeous. He's adorable. Oh, my goodness. And the girls look like Beyonce. It, it, and like, Jay-Z, Just yeah. depending on the angle. They, 
but just depends beautiful. on it. They're just gorgeous children. And but there was a part where she had talked about getting back into the studio and getting back to work after she had the baby and like torn ligaments and she didn't think she could find herself. And, oh, and to hear the struggles yeah, that she went through during while, pregnancy. But like, but as a as a woman, once you have a baby, mm-hmm. I don't think women understand even the, like those who haven't had children before. They don't understand what that's like to try. You trying to only like fight through to get to a point, but you have to fight through like of worrying about your children or worrying mm-hmm. about you taking something away from them by doing something for yourself. So I really appreciate that that she showed that she was human because at times we do forget that Beyonce is still a woman, right? A human, human woman. She's still a woman. At the end of the day, she's just a woman from Texas. She's a great woman, but she's Beyonce. <laughs> and Mama said, if my country ass could do it. Oh, y'all could do it. I don't, do we, Beyonce, do you know who you are? I mean, yeah. I mean, I know you do, she but She didn't work as hard not to be who she is. But do you? Because, girl, I think yeah. people were like, I mean, yeah, but girl, no. <laughs> like, I mean, I we get it, but girl, you're Beyonce. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, but... You know, still, yeah. she still, she still put out a spirit of encouragement. Yeah, no, it's, it was definitely yeah, some get up and go about it. Right. it. It left you feeling like you can do something mm-hmm. and do something, help save the HBCUs because we do put out most of the people, black people out here who are large in entertainment and finances. Right. That's the last little quote she put up there. I hate I didn't screenshot it mm. and bring it down here, but don't miss the message. <laughs> Keep the main thing the main Keep thing. Keep the main thing the, the main, main thing. thing. Okay. At the end of the day. Do something. Do something. Right. Right. And that's even, you know, if you are an alumna, al- what is it? The proper word. <laughs> Alumni, uh, alumnus, alumni. alumni. If you're at, of if an talk, HBCU. We're talking about everybody. If you're an alumni of an HBCU. Right. I know I have somebody in my life who's always saying you can give back at least $5 a month. And he's right. That's the least you can do. Right. Yeah. Because so. what, what's your quote? Your your parents. What? Something your parents, the HBCU raised you. Your parents Oh, made yeah. That your parents raised you, but your HBCU made you. We can at least give him, you know, give him some back. $5 at least. $5 at least, y'all. Yeah. That's nothing. That's a... A burger. A burger. A A four for four. Uh, Don't eat that. Don't eat that. Anyway, so you want to take a break here? Yeah, let's take a break. All right. Did you know that the man deemed as the father of modern gynecology, James Marion Sims, conducted his research on enslaved black women without anesthesia? Medical ethicists and historians are calling for the removal of his statues that lionize in New York City, South Carolina, and Pennsylvania. All right, and we're back. Okay, so before we dive into the topic, we have our first listener to write in, one of our loyal lie detectors by the name of Henry. Hey, Henry. Hi. He actually had a two-part question. Mm. Um, I think right now we're going to touch on the second part because we can relate to that more. Okay. As, uh, so he asked, um, why do people have a hard time basically in the early parts of relationship discussing big issues? I guess what will become big issues when it comes to picking a mate, such as, are you tidy? Uh, you know, do, you know, is, is it important for you to have certain things clean in the house? So, okay, I I must say this. I have I have an issue about three rooms being clean in my house. The common areas. The common areas, the kitchen, 
and the bathroom, mm-hmm. mainly the guest bathroom. Is that a big issue? Um, yes and no. It depends on how nasty, I guess. So I think, so if I'm getting his question right, it's mainly about like, why is it hard to talk about it? Yeah. I think what ends up happening is, right, and I'm only just going off of experience and I haven't, I've never lived with a guy mm-hmm. or anything like that. And I'm like, not the tidiest. I'm not dirty, but like, I'll, you know, like. I'll leave, like, a pile of clothes on the floor. Like, you know, that'll be, like, my laundry clothes until I go wash them. Like, I'm just, you know, I'm not, like, neat, neat. Right. But I'm not dirty. And I clean when I be like, all right, I need to clean my, I need to clean my stuff. Um, But I think the issue probably comes in when you're, like, dating someone and, like, you go by their house to see them and they always clean in because they know you coming over. Right, right. And so, or, like, you know, they come by your house and you clean because you know they coming over. Yeah. So I don't think people really talk about those issues. So, like, I've never moved in with the guy, but I'm guessing, like, if we were, if I was dating someone for a, for a little minute and he they come to my house and my house is always nice or I go to their house and, my, and their house is always nice mm-hmm. and then we move in together and then you realize like they're dirty oh shit okay so <laughs> you don't I, clean your kitchen or you so don't clean like your if refrigerator a, if a guy, do you think it's out of place for a guy to be like if, if y'all discuss and moving in he'd be like how do you um how do you discard your sanitary napkins i would tell him i don't use sanitary napkins <laughs> <laughs> okay, but but do you see what I'm saying? Like, do, I mean, would you think women would be offended by questions like that? Because I take that into consideration when I when I decided to move in with someone and we lived together. I think it was very important how I discarded my sanitary napkins and how often I took the trash out. Because I think if you're got if you've gotten to a point where you're moving in with someone, yeah, all that should be on the table. You should not feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. to have those discussions. This is just me personally. I wouldn't feel like, nigga, why you need to know? Like, right. because you've been to live with me. Yeah. And I think that those habits need to be discussed because you don't want to build resentment in your relationship because you didn't tell someone that this is how I am. Like, I would really have to be like, now listen. Right. I don't always pick up my clothes off the floor. Right. You know, or, you know, but I think for me, Especially because I have been in other people's homes, like, to stay as far as, like, I've been working out of town. And I am more cleanly when there are other people in oh, the right. house. Yeah, right. that's me. Then it's just me. I'm Because if I'm by myself, then I'm probably going to have, like, a pile of clothes. Because there's, there's right, a... a couple a, dishes in the sink yeah, that I'll get no, to. Yeah, no, not in my kitchen, because I have an issue about that. But, I, yeah, I, you know, there's, what did, what do they call that? There's uh, madness. What is my chaos? There's a sense to my madness. Yeah. So I can understand it. But if I'm with somebody else, it can't be my shit and your shit. Right. Like, it's got to give. And if I got to keep that up, then I will. But it can't be both our shit everywhere. Like, I don't, like, necessarily, like, scrubbing everything. But I have been that that person that went through someone's closet and and cleaned up a whole closet. Cleaned out a whole refrigerator. Like, threw old stuff away. Scrubbed. Disinfected. Like, I've done that before. But could you keep that same energy if y'all live together? Yeah, I think I would have to. Right. I think I would, like, for me, I think I could live with me by myself and my craziness. Yeah. But I wouldn't want to put that on nobody, nobody else. else. So if I'm yeah. sharing a living space, I would be but more But to be neat. fair, dudes, you can't, and women, you can't expect someone to be more clean 
than you are. Right. I think that if the mindset is both ways, yeah. we keep a clean house. Or, nigga, tell me you don't like to clean, I don't like to clean, and then we could pay somebody to come clean. Right. Let's put our money together and pay a girl every two weeks to come, to come clean the house. Right. Right. But, now, I did, but we need to live in a clean space. We got like, to have I'm a clean gonna need space. I'm going to clean. Because the more people in the house, probably the clean, the more clean my house will be. But, yeah, okay, so if you have any questions or you want to ask or hear our opinions on something, you know, hit us up. I think, but I think to answer this question, why it's hard, I don't know why it's hard. I think, people I don't think people, I don't think people just think to talk about it. Yeah. I think you just think it should just fit because y'all that's fit. how y'all were when y'all were just fizzing each other. Yeah. So if you're scared to talk about it, maybe you shouldn't should, move in. Maybe you shouldn't move in. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why you would be scared to talk about somebody you're going to live with, but. I don't know. You're smelling this shit eventually. Okay. Okay. Mm. Okay, so the topic for this week. <clears throat> what are we talking about? What are we talking about? On this Easter weekend. Oh, I run it on this rose moon. <laughs> We're going to discuss black religion versus spirituality. Oh, we getting into this? I want to get into this. this okay. Is I, I, like, I like it here. All right, preacher's daughter. Let's go. <laughs> Okay, girl. My daddy always wondered, where did I go wrong? <laughs> With this one. <laughs> this one here, I have one that is also holy. <coughs> my sister's also holy. That's like my mom and her sister. Yeah. My yeah. mom is, mm, her sister is also holy. Also holy. <laughs> my mom was a heathen. I'm just playing. I love you, mom. No, she's not. She has a good a good foundation. I, I say that about uh my, my father. My father made sure, and my mother, you know, like it wasn't him without her. They laid a good foundation for where I am spiritually now. They showed me what I needed, what I needed to lean on, how I can lean on it, and how I know what I'm doing is right. Mm-hmm. You know, they taught me how to listen to myself. And my daddy, even though he's a preacher, he, he instilled in me, you know, my relationship with God is my relationship with God. Right. And can't nobody tell me about my relationship with God. Because right. I don't know who you hearing and talking to you, but I know who's talking to me. Right. <laughs> okay, so. And don't give slips. Hey. Don't bring yours around my, I don't know you. I don't know you. Right. I don't know who you pray to, but I know who I pray to. Because mm-hmm. I've been praying to this man, you know, and in my opinion, this woman, a long time, I believe God is, you know, God can be both, if not both. I, who am I to say? I don't limit God. Right. I don't put God in a box. I don't make no assumptions about God. Right. I want to make that clear. And this is, and that's so my, here's, I was always raised, so my, I, I find a religion very interesting, right? Because there's so many sectors. Right. Because you're Baptist, technically, yes? I was baptized, yes. Oh, but, or... The church that, that I was raised in was yeah, Baptist. Baptist. Yes. The yes. church that my grandparents um, raised my mom in was Church of God. Okay. Um, which has a whole different other rules. I, re- I really never understood the difference. Okay. See, I don't, per, me personally, I've gotten to a place where I'm not really religious. I'm more spiritual because mm-hmm. I feel like religion is man made. Okay. Because if to me, if if religion wasn't man made, we're all praying to the same person. Why is there so many? And why have right. wars been started? Because your religion is different from mine. Right. If all of our religion is talking about love and you know no judgment, and if it's the same stuff, right. then why are there so many? And why we can't get along? That's number one about religion. But um, even in just Christianity, right? Mm-hmm. The sectors are really different because. I realized that growing up just in Church of God, 
um, going to Akron every summer and going to my grandparents' church, which I loved. Right. I thought I thought the music was fly. Yeah, you know, I liked going to my grandparents' church um, growing up. But like my mother allowed me to pick the churches in California right. because you have the spirit of because something about my spirit, and I was the the type of kid that'd be like, I don't like it here, mm-hmm. and my mom liked to listen to that, and mm-hmm. so I end up always picking a non-denominational church technically. Right. So it wasn't under a guidelines. Right. Uh, so and you've I've always been very free when it came to your thinking about about God right. and about the basis of religion. Right. Cool. So like um and then now I'm in a place where it's like church is cool. I don't go often because I'm still struggling with the 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 um was it ritual the rituals of of a religion right the practices of a religion and then just being in tune spiritually because i feel like religion puts like you said puts god in a box right because i can i believe in so many things as far as just like soul wise okay and energy and spirit i'm going to try to put more of an outline to your your spiritual journey and mine right because i i'm a little further in my spiritual journey than alexis is and we know that Right. We know that because when we talk about certain things, she has she has questions. Right. <laughs> and I think it's a level that I don't think I'm not, I'm not going to reach your level. I think your level is a lot higher as far as what you're in tuned with than what I can probably tap into. Just my opinion. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah if she told me something. <laughs> so nor I think it came in because I've been in the church. I know for at least like eight years strong. We traveled. We were liturgical dancers. We were exposed to all different type of preachers and the ways of worship and this, that, and the third. But I also love the History Channel, right? So I remember when they'll be in Africa and they'll be in their circles congregating. They'll be dancing before they even got to the rituals. And I was like, that looked a lot like praise and worship, right? So I was like, okay, cool. Didn't want to question it too much because, you know, my dad's a minister and you can't, you know, don't. We were taught not to question things, mm-hmm. you know, but it, I couldn't understand why can't you, it's not a question if you want to know more, right? Right. Isn't that learning? Like, right. how can I learn if I don't ask the question? Right. Right? So didn't really kind of fight it with my folks in the house. We just kind of let it be what it was. So then I think as I got older and more attractive to men, mm-hmm. I was attracting a certain type of man. And these men might have held certain positions in the church. Mm. So my outlook was like, how do you lead a flock? And these people trust you with their business and their sorrow and their pain and their grief. But you can't even stick to the word you preach. Mm. So how solid is that word? Mm. You see what I'm saying? So I started finding things that soothe my soul. So if I wasn't praising, I can't say I didn't have to call on nobody to praise them, but I could go to a place and meditate. If it wasn't a song, it was a breeze. It was, And I started realizing all that is God. Mm-hmm. So I tried to apply that with the word. They were conflicting. Mm-hmm. So I would talk to my daddy about it. And he was like, read the Bible every day. Just read a verse. And after you read it, you ask for guidance. And I remember that because you would not leave. <laughs> no, we could be going out like 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. And Dion be like, wait, wait, wait. And go get the Bible, read the verse. All right. And like, I would, yeah. I'd be like, girl, you know we go to the club, right? <laughs> yeah. You would right. not leave nowhere without I'll, reading the verse. Be, I would read a verse. I would read one in the morning, one in the evening. I, I've read the whole Bible, mm-hmm. right? So... I don't feel the need to go back to it because as I pray for understanding, I got it with each verse. And if it was like God tapping like, but they took that shit out of context. 
You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I can't say God don't speak to y'all like that, but he talked to me for real. Because you're going to have to keep it real with me because sometimes you got to yoke me up. Right. <laughs> you know, you can't be, oh, my daughter, my age. You're like, nigga, get your shit in line. I feel like God, that's how God, <laughs> you're going to have to talk to me like that. You got to talk to me like that. Right. Yeah, but see, I'm going to tell y'all what I really feel. And I, I realized this watching Guava Island. Mm-hmm. And this is just my honest opinion. And take it how you want. And if you don't agree with it, keep your opinion to your motherfucking self. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ain't nobody asked. Ain't nobody asked. You saying how I see it. I believe that black people, we are the answer to everything. Because mm-hmm. look at us. Even in the Beyonce document, she was like, look at us. We can do this and we can do that and we do it in our own way. What you give, you get rhythm and blues from us. We are the answer to the universe. We hold the universe within us. Mm-hmm. We were taught how to see Siri A and B without a telescope. They didn't know. That was 400 years before the telescope was invented. We are magic. We mm-hmm. we are God. God mm-hmm. show, is us. Mm-hmm. But see, we turned our back on him. And we turned our back on his teachings. And we turned our back on there's a hierarchy to God. Mm-hmm. You know, there's us, these simple people. There's your ancestor who's on the other side that knows better. There's these people a little bit above them who speak to God on your behalf. And all this time, what what we don't understand and what they do, they plead our case to God. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's how we get these messages. This is why you don't always get an answer right away. This is why you have to go through things because that's just the transaction up to him. And I believe that we allow these devils in and they told us what it was and they boxed God in. And when they did that to us, we turned our back to what he taught us and what he gave us, which was this earth. We stopped using that. Mm -hmm. We stopped connecting with the water. We stopped connecting with the heavens. And we said, this is just what God is and that's it. And now we have to work our way back to that. That's why our people are oppressed. Right. And I feel like we're slowly learning each other. That's why we're getting more black. You know, that's right. why we're we getting, getting into, more in tune to with it. some spiritual yeah, stuff. Right. We not we turn into it now. Right. That's just how I feel. I just had like a when you were speaking, I just had like a really I feel like it's it's interesting that my mind went to that and I also find find it funny. But like when you were saying we had um our ancestors and then there are people who like speak our on our Arisha. behalf. Right. Yeah. I just thought like of this like real dope like lawyer situation. <laughs> yeah. oh. They're like <laughs> pleading our cases right. to the judge, yeah. yelling at each other. Because God is the answer, right? right? But see, we hold all that within us, but we 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 suffocated with cold switching. Right. You know, we, we suffocate all who we, who we have to be when we're bleaching our skin, when we're turning away from what he gave us. I think I think what um, conflicts me a lot with religion is I feel that um, when we were captured and enslaved, that they took spirituality and tried to hold us in captivity mm-hmm. and called it religion. religion. Yeah. And I thought that that was like the cruelest thing that you could do because how do you have enslaved people and they allowed them to go to church every Sunday Mm -hmm. and pray but they're praying to come up out of their situation and Mm -hmm. you've used it to, to keep, keep, keep them, them in bondage. Yeah, like, like that's that really conflicts me. And I think as people like start to get into their more pro blackness, they start looking yeah. at religion like, hmm. And then 
and then when you get into your pro blackness, you start understanding there are other things out there that helps you connect to get the because God don't hide nothing from us, right? Like, and black people are so spiritual, and we're so in tune, right? right? Like numerology, that's mm-hmm. the thing. If you you ain't always seeing the same numbers all the time by coincidences, right? There's ain't no such thing. God always whispered. I think if we take time to stop being so selfish by our own anger, Mm -hmm. we could pay attention to what's being said around us. Mm -hmm. But again, you don't want to, you stop when it's something that that feels out, that's too close to that line. This was called witchcraft. Yeah, what what the the heathens do. Because as soon as you get to that line, and that's when the shit just start kicking in good. Because it's like, okay, okay. So then you're like, so how far does spirituality go in religion, right? Right. Because if you think that if you think that witchcraft is not spiritual or if or even in the bad spiritual, it's like, how far does it go in your religion? Because if spirit is just spirit, right. it should transcend across a Everything. bunch of things. <laughs> right. So why is spirit not in hoodoo or voodoo? Right. Or why do you think spirit's not there? Good think, spirit is not there. I think because it it goes back to our identity as as not only black people, but particular tribes of black people. The deeper you get into each aspect of hoodoo, voodoo, voodoo, mm-hmm. you know, or the, what the Creoles call it, or, or you know, what what do the Puerto Ricans call their, a bruja, bruja. Oh, yeah. A bruja. Yeah. All of this, if you start, if you get into deep into each one of those, you can start identifying people by region, by mm-hmm. tribe. You know, you... Now, now they know them themselves, mm-hmm. right? Now you know yourself. Now you dangerous for real, right? Because I saw someone on Instagram put up something that was like, I mean, I don't understand the whole sage thing people doing, but you know, y'all can have that. But let me tell you about what praying to Jesus doing. I'm like, why you think people don't do both? <laughs> why you? Think- why you don't think that people don't pray while they, they burn sage? sage? Because that's exactly what it is. That's all it is. It's just prayer. You're moving. All you're doing is physically moving energy. Let it do what it's supposed to do. Like, where do you think it came from? My mom likes to call the, these type of women shamans. She says that was my great-grandmother. Mm-hmm. She was a shaman. I wish I knew much, much more about her, but I didn't have that pleasure. But my mama holds some secrets. She don't be telling me either because <laughs> she's a preacher wife, so she'd be like, that's enough. Okay. <laughs> Listen now. She'll listen to me, but after a while, she'll be like, all right, girl. That's the, po- that's the point. I that's got to stop. Point. I got to stop Press you right the pause there. button right there. But my father, he is a minister. Like, we'll get into it I, about a Buddha. If I have a Buddha somewhere, we'll get into it back and forth. But see, my dad is not your regular minister. You know, he she don't shut nothing off. Right. To, to, he's always open to knowledge. Right. Because he be like, well, explain it to me. Right. And then he'll be like, okay, so what did you get out of it? Oh, so you like the meditation because it does what? My daddy wants me to explain to you what this is and not just, you. he'd be like, if you're going to do something, don't just be doing it. Mm-hmm. Know what you're doing. And he's never, ever made me feel like, he always be like, but you do believe in Jesus. <laughs> now, wait, let's just <laughs> get that straight. Right, keep the main thing the main thing. Now, listen. You do believe. You All right. I definitely believe yeah. that there is a God, right. that there is an almighty being, that there is something. I, I, honey, let me tell you, I have been in a couple of accidents okay. that I could have been Whew. out of here. I have been in a 
full on head first crash mm. where like my car hit the medium of oh. the freeway and like right underneath was just like a pit. Oh. And like if my my mom was so scared, oh I remember her running down the highway because I like she and she looked over and she was like Lex, if your car had a flipped, uh-uh. she was like you would have been down there would have no one have known I would have been over down there, and so I know like by the grace of God not a scratch on me mm. car totaled mm. not a scratch on me I always uh, joke and be like my my uh, angels my ancestors be blinking or sneezing <laughs> and something happened oh shit yeah, my bad my bad I was distracted. <laughs> She good, it. yeah. Ah, she all right. She all right. <laughs> she all right, y'all. She right. All right. That and then almost uh, dying on the hospital table oh where I had dislocated my ankle, and they gave me like I was supposed to be in a foggy haze. Like I was supposed to still be responsive, yeah. but not being able to feel pain. They gave me um, what's the drug that they gave? Oh, Profofol. Profofol. Okay. Like it was a minuscule amount. I remember counting backwards, uh-huh. and then the next thing I knew, I had more masks on my face than I went to sleep with, oh. and my mom was like, girl, you stopped breathing. Oh, my God. And I was like- They sneezed. Oh, see? Sneezed again. Sneezed. It's been a couple of times where I could have been out of there. Okay, see, and that, that's what I told my father. I was like, you cannot- you can't tell me it's nothing greater than myself out there because there have been many a times. Many a times. I know I was I not in control. snatched up. Right. Raped at least. Oh, my God. You know, I'm just saying. We shit. did some dumb some shit, shit in college. We did some dumb shit. Oh. God has saved me. And you know what? Funny, that's coming up in the jokes and secrets <laughs> portion. But <laughs> there has been many a times I know God has just grabbed me by my foot. Like, girl. You got to cut I'm it out. I'm tired of you and your nah, shit. I got plans for you, but you're got, fucking it up. <laughs> go sit your dumb ass down somewhere. It's not your time, girl, but you're pushing <laughs> it. You're <laughs> pushing it. Yeah. And that's so, how I know my ancestors just up there <laughs> arguing like, we are so sorry. 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 So sorry for her. We're getting it together. <laughs> but yeah, I do feel like there's a direct line of connection to God. But you, when you go in your prayer corner, you better remember that before you got here, somebody paved the way for you to be here. Mm-hmm. Always. And I just... I don't know, maybe because I felt like I was close to my grandmother and my, and I, I love the elderly community, honestly, because I, I feel like they have just so much knowledge and they just be chilling with it. You right. Know, talk to me. Right. But yeah, so I guess, y'all, I, when it comes down to it, you, you really have to go on that journey on your own so you can learn to trust the God when God talks to you. Now, I have been seeing a lot of chit chatter. Uh-huh. Online, and I find this issue right about I'm about to bring up very controversial. Okay, but I have seen it where the, where people have said like the black church is um, a hindrance to black progression in America. Hmm. How do you feel about that? Oh, I honestly don't believe that to be true now as it was in the '60s. Mm. Because black people, again, are branching out on their own. We coming around. Right. And I feel like the more the the weak spots in the black church show themselves, mm-hmm. it draws people away. Kind of like I said, how can you lead a flock? They're questioning things. Mm-hmm. So they kind of pull a step back out of the fog of, you know, some people put their pastors on a pedestal as a celebrity. Mm-hmm. You know, I think people are kind of falling back from that as these, uh, these men are falling from grace. The 
right. ones that deserve to. Right. Yeah. I feel like those type of churches. Yeah. I do not trust a mega church. She don't trust a mega I church. I do not. I think that's why my mama allowed me to be like, yeah. you like it here? Do you like it here? I just don't. Especially like I have seen some mega churches where like the flock is struggling. Mm. Like struggling yeah. and y'all not helping them and but you got private planes right. and Bentleys I do not trust the mega church not right. if your people ain't getting it don't have it in order right yeah I've never really been one to even look I've never looked deep into the mega church I never kind of I think that's why I like the uh, Greenleaf so much because that's really like my first time really trying to that's how I make a church go down because mm-hmm. it's too much you can't tell me all y'all in here it's too much. And it starts becoming it's, like, it's like politics. politics. Yeah. And that's when it's like religion becomes a business. And yeah. then it's like, you know what? Yeah. I'm out. You can't do that. That's why I try to stay how spiritually you, in tune. How are you praising anybody with your all if you focus on other shit in the worship center? I right. don't get that. Right. Yeah, no, that's not, that's not one and of I my And I think things. that's why spirituality for me is just like, it is, it, it's more connecting to who you know is guiding you. Right. And, you know, and the teachings are cool to put into practice, but yeah. I feel like being a good person yeah. is just being a good person. Yeah, even if you mess up. <laughs> right. You can still be a good person. Right. Yeah. But to really be in tune with the person that is guiding you mm-hmm. and that is working for things on, in your favor and really yeah. respecting those who, like you said, there were people who paved the way. Right for you. Just because they, they've moved on yeah. don't mean that they're not around still paving, paving your way. way. Right. And you have to treat them, you know, Yes, you might like Marvin Gaye, but them Marvin Gaye ain't your blood. Right. You see what I'm saying? You got people in your blood that want to see you win. Right. And, and you know, I also feel like when we do get there, get to heaven, and you all, we all know everybody, mm-hmm. right? So sometimes just recycling. I just think it's, I think my, my vision of what is beyond us is so great and grand and mm-hmm. beautiful. I, I just try to respect the levels more so than fight. Right. Fight them. Right. Yeah. Because you fighting yourself when you're not giving into what you feel is natural. Right. And I'm not going to fight myself when it comes to God. <laughs> At all. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. At all. Now I might fight myself over some decisions I made, but no. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good time to take a break. You want to take a break? I think so. All right, let's go. Black fact, black fact, bleedy, bleed, bleed, black fact. Let the church say amen. Amen. It's been five years, and finally, Flint gets its water fixed, and they don't have to pay it back. Hello, everyone. We're going to do a special segment, Michelle's Corner, until we find her a proper name for it. Hey, yeah. Say hi, Michelle. Hello, hello. I don't know what land this is, what realm, but... We, we in one. Yeah, definitely in the realm. Since we were talking about spirituality and uh, black religion, I think I was able to give my point of view as far as a, a natural, a naturalist that believes in the earth and all of that. That That's just where I stand. Where, where are you on your spiritual journey? Um, where, How would you classify yourself on your spiritual journey if you could classify it? If I could classify it, I would say... Um, I'm, I had a lot of restarting points, so I'm still learning. Okay. But I feel like 
I'm like a, a charge station for a lot of people. Explain it. Um, when, when a lot of my friends aren't really spiritual, they're more religious. But you know how you feel something when you're around certain people. Okay, yeah. That's how they feel when they're around me. So it's like they they feel like they, they bring all their problems to right. You. Like yeah. I may be in a, a sense of healing. Right, right. And in my mind, I'm like, I can't heal <laughs> But for some reason, after we talk, they feel, you know, like a sense of, I feel better. Like like a confession right. to a priest. Right. Like, they just synergize. But the downside of that is you tend to feel drained. Right, right. Afterwards. And so, it's like, how, did you, how did you get to a place where you realized that's what your purpose? Well, not necessarily your purpose, but I guess so. After I realized a lot of people did it. Like, a lot of people would come to me for just to talk. Like, half the times, I didn't even have have an answer. It was just like, it felt good to talk. Right. And it felt good to have someone understand or at least, you know, empathize. Even if I didn't understand it personally, I could empathize with it. And, you know, sometimes people just want somebody to cry with. They want somebody to laugh with. So do you do you think it... How does that put you in an emotional state afterwards? Or can you feel it coming on? Do you I, try to prevent it sometimes, depending on where you at? Um, I feel everything. So you're empathetic. I'm, I'm empathetic. I'm an empath. I, empath. I feel everything. And it's so strong. And it's like, it breaks you sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. It breaks you sometimes. But so, like, how do you protect yourself from that? I can't. I well, I can, but I'm I'm still learning on my journey. A lot of I don't know a lot of things. So you what know, all what all do you do? What are you into? I'm into um, tarot reading. Mm-hmm. How did you get into tarot? I was at Books a Million. It was like ooh, two thousand. It had to be about two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. I was at Books a Million. One of my best friends at the time, and we were downstairs. This is one in Brookwood. We were downstairs. And I kept walking past this box. Uh-huh. And I'm like, <laughs> this box is interesting. Like, it wasn't normal. I just I saw a bunch of pictures on it, and it said Tara, and it had the magician standing on the box. Uh-huh. And I kept trying to ignore it. And I'm like, man, I don't want that, because I wasn't <laughs> into that thing. So yeah. I'm like, I don't want that. And I walked past it at least five times. And then I was like, let me pick this box up and yeah. see what's in here. It was a purple little box. They were small square cards. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking. I'm like, I'm going to buy this. Mm-hmm. It said it was right in my price range. It said like $10.99. I'm going to buy this. Uh-huh. I bought it, took it home. And when I started shuffling through them, I just felt something. Yeah. I was like, this is my thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, did, thing. so where did you go from there? From there, I did my first reading on my friend. And it came out. Well, before you did the reading, how did you know you were doing the readings? Why did you go get a reading first? Like, how I, did you... I had never dealt with tarot cards. Until the, then. This, until then, I okay. had never so dealt with So you tested it all out on the I friend. I had to test it out on the friend, and oddly enough, you know, things were lining up. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you're pretty good at this. I'm like, I, you're a friend. Yeah. I know you. So yeah. So your reading might have been easier than other people. Uh-huh. So I tested it out on the cousin. Mm-hmm. She said the same thing. I was like, this, that this might, might be, be a thing. Yeah, it's my life. <laughs> so, okay. So on this journey of finding yourself, and uh, you do tarot, and what else? I do tarot, and after being put in 
us Facebook group, I found out that I'm kind of okay with candle reading. Oh, okay. You like, had, wax yeah, reading. Yeah, you had to help me with that one. It was kind of interesting. It's like, when they asked you, like, what do you see and what do you feel? And, you know, when I would say it, she was like, that's exactly what's going on. I'm really? Like, wow. Oh, wow. That's, that's pretty So, dope. did you have friends throughout your journey that were that were into the same thing as you or did it pull you away from people like how how did that intertwine with your daily life with my closest friends they weren't into it but then I had like as you and I grew close I realized that you were into it uh-huh. um a lot of Facebook friends mm-hmm. a lot of Facebook friends were into it and this girl named April She's really like who opened up the door because she told me about the place books, beans, and candles. I hope she's cool. She said yes. her name. <laughs> she but cool. What you saying? I'm, her name? I, I'm not saying anything bad about it. Oh, okay, she opened yeah, up the okay, door cool. and like I appreciate her for that because that was pretty dope. Like once she okay. did that, it was like wow. You saw a whole. Light. I saw a whole new light. It was. I uh, got my first reading. Mm-hmm. It was just. It was a whole new world. So it connected you with other people. It did. It did. Do you feel like in your spiritual journey of, you know, you're learning your special talents and gifts, do you let that limit you from learning outside of that or, or connecting with people whose interests are different? I respect everyone's interests. I try to respect everyone's interests. I know in my spiritual journey, a lot of people look at me weird because there are a lot of things that I don't want to let go of in, in the natural world. Okay. Like explain that. Break that down. Um when you turn spiritual, the friends that you find on Facebook or the friends that you find out, they expect you to be this hardcore like herbal, <laughs> I'm gonna use uh talking to the moon yeah. moon water to heal. I'm not there yet. Okay. I still like to post memes. I like to joke about stuff like that. I joke about everything. Yeah. And people look at me like, you're not really spiritual. <laughs> like, what, what the fuck Oh, so they question that because you got a sense of humor. They question it because I have a sense of humor. And because I, I indulge in love and hip-hop, and I indulge in all those reality shows, they're like, you can't be connected. Oh, so, so people who aren't into it and who might be judging it, calling it witchcraft and stuff, be the main ones trying to hold exactly. you to a certain standard. Like, oh, that's, that's not, not fair. It. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's not, not how it works. Like, everyone, just like in religion, everyone wants their own path. Like, <laughs> I don't have to be like every other conscious person. Right. Or spiritual. I don't have to be that. I can be me. And how that's does, what people don't understand. How does this, all this tie into your relationship with God when you were... Growing up and now, growing up, I, in my family, my mom was super religious, but my father he was a, he was an, an atheist. Mm-hmm. But he really? never told. Yes, my father was an atheist, and the funny part is he was a junior deacon when he was younger. <laughs> he grew up in the church, but as he got older, I think losing my sisters would push him over the edge. Mm. It was like I beg God, you know, to protect or save her, and it didn't happen. So growing up. He made us go to church with my mom. Right. But he wasn't going. Okay. And as we got older, he made us realize, like, he told us, I don't believe in a God. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it didn't hurt me or anything. It's just like, he was one of those make your own decisions type people. Yeah. But, you know, watching my mom and the church that I grew up in, uh-huh. it was a little messy. Oh. It was like that. They really affected. Like these are religious people. Ah, uh, had so you questioning. It had me questioning religion. So How old like, were you when you started questioning religion? I had to be about twelve or thirteen, and it was a guy. 
and uh-huh. ran with it church. Uh-huh. Like he was like in 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 the know. That you ran with at church? Yeah, like okay. we were real I think close. you can say his name. Because, Henry. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> he's like, a listener. Right. Like, talking to Henry, it made me realize a lot of things, like, growing up, because he knew about a lot of things that were going on. and In the world. In the world. The, okay. And it was like, it, was, it surprised me how religious he turned out to be, because, like, he was what people consider woke. Uh-huh. At twelve and thirteen. At twelve, he like he was a smart cat. Like he was just he was one of those. I have people. no idea. He was very smart. Yeah, but yeah. I can't believe he was so conscious. Yeah, at 12 he was. And he was he, like he was. He was. He was in there. Uh huh. And it was like, but a lot of us were old souls. Yeah. I don't even think we realized it, but we were well, a lot of us were old souls. But um, probably yeah, the ones that more so gravitated towards right. each other later on. In right. Years. Yeah. Like we sense. we knew we yeah. knew something was going on, but like I think he. As far as being in that place, he awakened something in me, mm. being able to talk to him, and he knew a lot. And it was like, these are religious people. And we will always compare, like, religious people to people of the world. And it's like, mm. I don't see a difference. Ah, uh, that's true. I don't see a difference. Like, so don't, they don't just it, do it quietly. That's it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they're, they're just more, when it comes to religion, people are more war ready to fight what they believe. For what they believe in, right? Instead of practicing, right? What they believe like in. you're condemning people to hell, but it's like you. On the other hand, you're supposed to save them, right? So it's like, are you going to condemn? It's like, people, so how do you condemn those and save them at the same right. time? But yeah, they they weren't doing it. Yeah, they weren't doing it. At twelve and thirteen, you saw that. I saw that. I don't yeah. think I started coming more around to seeing it in my 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 everyday life until sixteen, seventeen. Well, see, you you were. A, a pastor's child, so you things were different for you. I mean, no, yeah, no, yeah. because we we were also involved in everything around us, right? So right. we we were had access to the outside world. Right. So it's not as if we were, you know, sheltered. It wasn't until I seen I'm gonna say religious people in my everyday circle show me a side of them that I only saw yes. in the world, yes. and it, and I hate to say it, <clears throat> it came from an event. We were, my sister and I was at this church member's house. We were all sitting around the pool or whatever, and they were paying somebody. It was like a potluck. Everybody was bringing stuff. So I had said I wanted a certain dessert because I love brownies, right? right. And I was like, I don't want to give me a brownie. But we was at a pool party, but I, I was aware my mom had a conversation with us about what we were going to wear to the pool mm-hmm. party and that we weren't swimming. And I couldn't understand that at 16. And my sister said, like, we can't swim? Right. Right. But it's because it was not just church. It was a church member type of thing. So I still was like, I, I didn't understand the modesty and things that, like that nature, but whatever. So anyway, um, we were all sitting around. And I remember me and my sister being very close to my mom in the at the the party. We never went left her side, not because she didn't want us to. Yeah. I just I don't know. We didn't feel comfortable right. moving around in such a intimate setting with right. church people. Right. And uh, somebody was making like little sly remarks here and there, and my mom leaned up when they walked away, and she was like, "I want you to remember something." You are no longer little girls, and right. these women see you as a threat. Right. So you need to start taking some of the things they say a little more serious because right. they're not playing with you because they're more concerned about their husbands looking at you. And this conversation we were going through at a church event, and I was like, oh, so you're trying to tell me <laughs> this bitch right here? That was a, that, that was what is now known as shade. shade. Yeah. <laughs> shade. Oh, that was shade. Okay, and from there on, baby, all I needed was to go. Okay, you say something, say something back, you know. But I think that was the first time 
I seen church people for humans. That's and that's what they yeah, are. Yeah, because outside of church, who are they? They're they're humans. They're dealing with these what they call demons. Yeah. And it's just like the demons you see with people on the street. The difference with spiritual people are is is um I think they have a better self control and a self awareness. A understanding than, of right, these demons, than religious right. people. Right. Religious people like like you were that sixteen, seventeen year old girl. Yeah. The these religious men would try you. Okay. They would try you. Like mm-hmm. they know it's wrong, but they would So they do have it no control over, over the flesh. It, I think it's more like are you okay, I think we're looking at it the same way, as if they rather show that they're a good person than actually be being a good, good person. person. That's scary because it that's, is. yeah, because they still do that. It I is. think spiritual people we we tend to try new methods to wrestle our demons. Right. <laughs> so we <laughs> we might, uh, we like I, t- I told a homegirl of mine, we might not always have them control, but we got that bitch on a leash. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's easier. Yeah. Like people who deal in herbs, it's easy. They know what, they know what calms them. They yeah. know what calms their urges. So they, that's what, that's why people look at, oh, they smoke a lot of weed. They smoke a lot of weed for a reason. Yeah, let them smoke weed. Let them smoke if their weed. If you keep them cool, calm, and collected, let them, them do stay that. Because no. you don't know what they did. I'm not saying that they use weed as a way to run from their problems. Right. But, but it, it helps them. It helps yeah. them to understand. I have a friend. She smokes because it helps her to understand, like, what's going on. Me, when I smoke, I'm out of it. Oh, okay. I can't concentrate. But her, it's like she's firing focus. off on all cylinders. Yeah, you it's can like, focus. Yeah, for some people, it's a, it's a focus. Yeah. It, it really helps you. Um, it turns on a different switch. Right. And you're able to, it clouds out that that doubt that be screamed. Because doubt will holler at you all day. Yes, it will. Like doubt in your ear. All day telling you, you know, you, we hard on ourselves. There. And we will have you like, you're going to have to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and let me focus. Just ride this fucking Are we going to ride this I got you. I, okay. I got you. Calm That's what down. I was put here for. We only got six more hours Right. We're going to get through this. Just handle it. Keep it together. Keep it, it keeps that stress level. I don't see why it's not legal. But it's easier to deal with someone that smokes all day than someone that drinks heavy. It does, Because yeah. self-medicating <laughs> with alcohol Listen, is a... That, that's not medication. That's a demon on top of a demon. <laughs> and it's hurting you. It's hurting Don't you. Don't do that. Don't do it. But <laughs> people, do people cope with it. How do you cope with being spiritual when things do attack you? It's hard. Um, How do you cope? For me, I talk to the moon a lot. And I know that sounds cliche, but that's what I do. When I'm in a hard space and I know a full moon's coming up, even if it's a waning moon, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm out there talking to it because right. it calms me. It feels like someone higher is listening to me. Like, yeah. And it, it it's, that's good for me. Um, alcohol used to be the answer. Mm-hmm. Alcohol can no longer be the answer. No. Um, you know, I want I want to try the hallucinogens. Oh, like shrooms? Shrooms, LSD. Okay. Um, you think you're going to see something, you're going to a different place. Because you believe in dimensions, I right? I do. And yeah. there's this, um, this tea. Um, Nars, if you're listening, he's you're just the, saying folks' names. I'm sorry, I, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> saying anything know, bad about them. I know, them, but, but you gotta see if they're cool with that. Nars, I hope you're cool with it. I, you, <laughs> you know, we do our little thing on Facebook, but I hope you're cool with it. He introduced me to this thing, um, I, ayahuasca tea. Have you ever heard of that? No. Well, this tea is a herbal tea. Like Indians used to drink it a lot. Indigenous people, I, I know he's tough on that word. Mm-hmm. Indigenous people used to drink it a lot. 
And then you drink it, it, it just opens up this whole new realm. You can buy it places? You um, I know they sell it in Tennessee. I don't know where else, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's a very rare herb. And mm-hmm. it just, once you take it, they tell you, like, uh, a whole new conscience comes over you. You mm. see this this powerful spirit. Mm-hmm. They say you go through these, all, all your emotions, like, while you're on that trip. You go I watch all of your you. I know somebody else that wants to try a hallucinant, and I will watch y'all. That's what I need. You, I need yeah, someone I'll to watch sit me. with you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't mind. I don't think hallucinogens are for me because, like you said, uh, dimensions, and I want to yeah. go back to that. Uh, I have my own situation with dimensions, and I don't need to be voluntarily <laughs> going. <Jumping up. laughs> well, because I feel, I feel at times in in spaces. I jump dimensions, especially in my sleep. I do too. Instead, of, I, some people ask your play and they they go see folks. I think I jump dimensions, and I be there's there's one that it seems like a reoccurring dream, but I know it's a life where I'm stuck, and I hate that one, and I haven't been there in a while. And then there's another one that bitch be moving. So, <laughs> and there's another one I keep revisiting past, and I'll I'll go through the cycles with the three. I'm not trying to do that in a conscious state. You. I, have you ever jumped it while you were like? Woke? Oh yeah, like yeah, that's, that that's zoned scary. out. That's scary. <laughs> that's scary. Yeah, it, it can be that that whole zone out thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm, it's, it's yeah. Scary. I used to doing it. It broke me down. I'm like, what is real? And I couldn't tell what was real. What was real and what was you know into the, I I couldn't tell. Yeah, I'm like building. The, that was that was when I knew that I was out of it. I would see bigger buildings, ah. and I'm like, "This is not normal. That, right. This is not the Birmingham that I'm used to. These buildings yeah. are slanted another, and just yeah. huge." Oh, you and I'm for like, real somewhere else? I'm like, "No, I can't. I can't do this." And I was sober. <laughs> I'm like, I can't. I can't yeah, do this. You, scary. When you be at the, your your top, the top of your, I'm cool. I'm I'm in line. Yes. All my chakras are lined up. You start doing the weirdest shit, yes. and that's when people start thinking you crazy. And like, right. <laughs> but they be drawn to it. That's they, what's so and crazy. They're interested. Like, why do you want to know so much about what? I'm not trying to share this with y'all, but you want to know so much, and I let you in for you to look at me like this bitch is loopy. But you know, I think that they go through it too, but they're afraid of it. Ah, uh, but. We're afraid also, but we're willing to express, like, yeah. this is what's happening right yeah. now. But I'm like, hey, you know, I'm not going to be no put. If I got to go through, I'm going to go through it. Right, right. At this point in my life, like, when you when I first ent- entered my spirituality, the first thing I saw was a, a spirit. Mm. I'm laying in bed, just came out the hospital, laying in bed, and there's a blue light coming toward And I'm, I'm blinking. I'm like, right. man, I got to be asleep. There's a blue light coming towards me. Uh-huh. And it just freaked me out. After that point, I was like, man, it don't matter what else comes. I know they're here. I know they're here. They're here. They're right. watching me. They're they're coaxing me. They're here. <laughs> yeah. I'm not finna I'm not gonna be no pussy. I'm just gonna go. Are you like it. how I mean, that's true. So so you just you just deal with it. I, you have to. And that's that's what it's a part I think spirituality is a part of life. Those yeah. phases, you go through those phases just like you'll go through a life phase. I think that's what religion shuts off from spirituality. Because they, they'll be like, there's no such thing. But then they want you to believe in a Holy Ghost. And it's like, it's the same, like, same thing. thing. No, what are y'all, why are y'all? I, and they, they're so, another thing with religion, they're so gender pushed. Like, uh, yeah. God has to be a man. Right. Jesus was a man. Mm-hmm. All, all of the main characters were men. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there were strong females. Right. 
And then you, when you think about women in general, the only one I know who can love something so much that they will sacrifice a child is a woman. A woman. Okay, but uh, you know, a woman. God is a God is a woman. <laughs> For everyone listening, God, and I'm I'm not trying to break anyone. If you don't want to put a gender on God, that's even better. Right. But if you do, please acknowledge that God is a woman. Right. God is a yeah. creator. I mean, anything that gives life is is female. Is a woman. It's female. Females do. Females put up with. With your shit, they shit. And how and much still, shit we giving God? <laughs> how much shit have we giving we, God? We give God all our oh, shit. Okay. And okay. just just for God to turn around and still pour out with love. All the love. Abundance. All the, abundance. Try, like trying to give you knowledge. Yeah. And what do we do? I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want we it. start questioning it like, what when it this? gets too good. But I promise you, when God takes takes us to that next level, I won't question nothing. Nothing. Because I think, I think with God... God shows you so much through life and so many small miracles and huge miracles. At some point, you have to stop questioning God and just go with it. And this is true. But a lot of people, even with the miracles, with the trials and tribulations, take them as lessons. Yeah. Take them as lessons. A lot of people, you, you go through the, these things and you don't learn anything from it. Then you turn around and you have children, and guess what your children picked up on? That, Those negative yeah traumas that you've just passed down yeah, instead of passing down the lesson. To them. That's the root of their truth. I hate yeah, that. Yeah. Like and and that's that's why a lot of people need to get into spirituality. Mm-hmm. Because you realize that your your seed are basically your reincarnation. Mm-hmm. Those are your those are yeah, you. That's you. That's that's you. Every every time you say, if I can go back in time mm-hmm. and change this, or I tell my younger self this, there you go. There you go. Do tell it. Them. Tell them. Because somewhere they still need to hear that. Right. There it is. Like in religion, like I don't I don't know how religious people think, but I know in spirituality that that would be my go to. These yeah. are my reincarnations. If I can go back in time, I'm back in time. Yeah, I'm telling time, you, I'm yeah. watching myself grow, and I'm going to help you yeah. grow. I'm I'm not gonna push you. I'm not gonna push you into religion. I'm not even gonna push you into spirituality. I'm gonna push you to be what you want to be. Yeah. If you want to be religious, be religious. If you want to be spiritual, be, be spiritual. spiritual. But if you in my realm, we're gonna be spiritual. You gotta be something. You <laughs> once, can't come around here. Yeah. Line, yeah. Once you cross yeah. that circle of salt, you, you are in my <laughs> realm. We're gonna be spiritual. If your so daddy wants to be religious, go yeah. There. Basically, she's saying if you're trying to be a friend of hers, at some point you got to get used to hearing. You got it. to. Or you can't be my friend. You got to. You and, have to yeah. acknowledge. If I'm gonna acknowledge your religion, I'm not gonna disrespect God or Jesus around right. you. Right. Don't yeah. disrespect my spirituality. I think that's a that's something that needs to be understood, Shell. That's a good point. You, we might not agree. I might not agree with your your right. Jesus all the time. Right. But. Well, I stand to not agree because that's your faith. And whatever you have your faith and your trust and your heart, and that's who you cry to, I'm going to let you do that. Exactly. Who am I to take away your comfort? Exactly. And that's, that's why I don't get why people, and this is for you, uh, fake hotels. Why <laughs> why you want to break down people's faith. Right. I feel like faith is a strong thing. It is. Faith keeps the peace for a lot of people. Baby. And faith will guide you. People will try to snatch Jesus from up under mm-hmm. people. And it's like, if you're not giving them something to fall back on, don't do that. I hate when people do that. Yeah, don't, don't take do don't take something from them. You can't replace it don't with something it. else. Because that's their peace. Right. That's their, now, if you want to lead them to gently, something else, 
do that. Yeah. But like, Jesus is fake. Don't believe. Don't do that. Don't do that to don't them. Don't do that. Uh-uh, that's that's not fair. That's not fair to them because they're not crying to you at night. Right. Yeah. You can't. Like, that's check that's up what's nobody. keeping their peace. That's who they talk to. That's who they go back to. Don't do that. And let them have that. That irritates me. I think it's just pretty much a, a respect for everybody and what they believe in. And you, the s- most simple thing is what they argue over all the time. <laughs> just letting people believe what they want to believe in. Now I have a limit. <laughs> right. Now, right. If you're too outrageous, I'm gonna let you have that on your end. Right. But you can't mix with mine. Exactly. Boundaries. So boundaries. boundaries. They're boundaries. You just just because she's spiritual and because I'm spiritual, if we weren't at least at the same foundation as spiritual, we couldn't be friends. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. We have a common ground. You have to have one, man. Yeah. You have to have one. You have to be able to go back to something because and, and then piling a whole bunch of different beliefs into your circle, that's hard. Ooh. It don't that's, work that that's way. That's rough. Yeah. Like, I don't. I don't think that I can go outside of. Um, now, if they're peaceful, I'll take a Buddhist. Okay. I will take a Buddhist, but yeah. I can't do any Catholics. Mm. I I, can't, I already got. How do you feel about Muslim men? I I want one. You want a Muslim man? I I want a Muslim man, but not because of his beliefs. Okay. You know? I, I like. I think Muslim men are very militant, and I like that. Like they I remind think, me of Black Panthers. That's that's true. But my only issue is, I I they can do what they want to do, but I can't be with a man that believes, you know, by a, a strong faith and and foundation that women come secondary to them. That's true. I just can't be with that because I get it. You know, and I'm hand of the house and I'm with that, but at no point am I second in nature to you. I agree. That's just not how this works. I do way too much <laughs> for me to come second. I need to be appreciated. I need to be appreciated. As, as I yeah, am. If I can't be your equal, such. I don't want to Because be when you're weak, I want to be strong. Right. But for you. But right. you, you have to be able to trust me with that. And I feel like if you think I'm second then I can't trust you because if I thought in my mind you were second, then who do I lean on? That's true. We have to be equal. We have to be equally strong for when the other is weak. What do they call it? Equally yoked? I guess that's, you know what, Michelle? And there it is. I guess that's that's the definition of equally yoked on my end. Cause, baby, because I can't be in the red, the white head thing and we praying, but you get to pray two seats above me. No, why is you up there? What can you do? You can't do more than I can do. And that, that's that's a religion that's that's not really budging. They're they, not oh no, changing. and I, and you don't expect them to. But there are some women who who appreciates that position, and right. that's where they want to be. And if that's where you want to be, sis, you be there. If you feel protected by being second, then you be do there. That. And that. you know that just ain't how I ride. <laughs> <laughs> Or women I wrote with. You're, you're an alpha female. <laughs> I guess. You are, you are an alpha female. I like and to that's be a good led, thing. though. I like to be led. I like a good, strong man. I need to feel safe. That's, yeah. Yeah, but. But you don't want to be second. I don't need to be second to feel safe. I, that's true. That's <laughs> yeah. true. I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that. And um, I think everybody feels safe in their own way because I would like to think I could be the safety spiritually for my family. If we felt if they felt as if something was attacking them in this world, they should be able to come to me, and I'd be like, "This is what we gonna do. This is your protection. This is your protection. <laughs> yeah. This is your protection, and that makes sense. That makes sense. But Muslim men, if you out there listening, I, I don't mind being third. <laughs> okay. I'll be the I'll be the fourth wife. <laughs> 
Listen. She with y'all. She's serious. That's another thing that my spirituality spirituality has led me to. Uh-huh. I, I don't want to claim a person. Uh-huh. I want to be in free love. And when I say free love, because a lot of women use that as hope. So hoism. Okay. When I no. say free love, I want to be able to love who I want and how I want. And my idea of a relationship is something I don't want to be in. Honestly, I just want... So, could you break that down to, to people? Okay. Um, I know a lot of people want that one-on-one relationship mm-hmm. uh, or that I'm the main chick type relationship. Mm-hmm. Me, I know my condition. I know where I am in life. Mm-hmm. I know I can't give you everything that your main girlfriend would be able... Now, I'm not saying I want to be a side chick, right. but... For everyone that's familiar with big love, I wouldn't mind living on the compound. Okay. I wouldn't mind it. Like, you I can take care of the time. home yeah. and the children. I can do the grocery shopping, <laughs> keep the books. Like, that That would, because sexually, I have a sex drive, but it's not what it used to be. Okay. okay? Yeah. So, like, I know that you, take I know care. men. Yeah. I know men. Like, when you're not being pleased at home, you're going to go for something else. Yeah. Give me two days out the week. I got that's you. That's it. I got you. Them two days, I got you. Yeah. Outside of that, I ain't got to see you. <laughs> and now you're not getting on my nerves. <laughs> you're not getting, I'm not getting on your nerves. Right. You're not getting on my nerves. That's something, but I don't think that a lot of people can handle that now. Mm-hmm. And I would be one of them people, I would have to be taken care of. I, mean, I, I could, you know, I could take care of the house, but when it comes to like financial and stuff, I can't work. So right. I would be one of the people that, would, right. you know, has to be, but it's going to be worth it. When you get home, your meals are going to be cooked. Yeah, clothes are going to be clean. Everything's going to be ironed. You haven't seen if there's like out, if there's a community out there? There's definitely a community out there, but they're so sexually based, it bothers me. Ah, uh, okay. Like, when people hear, what's the proper word? Poly, polyamorous, whatever. Yeah. Like, they, they go immediately to into sex. sex. Yeah. Like, it's not just a sexual thing. Right. And, I, and men, like... I don't think a lot of men can handle multiple But you women. know what? At one point in time, Michelle, remember I told you I was thinking about being polyamorous. Right. And I was like, I tested the theory out because uh, it was like I was, you know, new. Right. You know, the intro stage. Right. So you'd be like, hey, you know, are you talking to anybody? And they go, you know, no, no. Okay, well, if you are, that's cool. I'm, right. I'm testing out this whole polyamorous. <laughs> I just want to see how things work. If, you know, you have your time over there, then we'll converse over here. Not, you know, kept the sex part out right. because I don't know y'all. Right. <laughs> I don't know y'all. Are you but you know, together? Like, what's going But on? I was trying to see on a communication, but again, just testing shit out if it will work. And immediately he was like, he was like, well, let me run it past her. I was like, cool, see what she say. And I don't know if. If it's just years of what you've been taught or seen or what's been embedded into women, she was like, no. Okay, cool, girl. That's cool. And he came back. He was like, well, I just want to try it out with just me and her because she said she wanted to be monogamous. And I was like, all right. And where are they now? He married to somebody else. (laughs) And I'm like, because guess what ended up happening? He ended up cheating. And that's what happens. And that's what happens. happens. Because even in the early stages, you if you would have just been open and honest and been like, Well, I can't talk to you tonight, I'm gonna be hanging out with old girl. You could have seen how my response 
her her response to it, it would have changed or opened your whole mind different to dating to where you didn't feel the need right. to cheat. Because most people only are tempted because they can't have it. Exactly. Right. Exactly. But it, it, it turned out not being worth it after all that. I was like, you know what? Me trying to convince niggas <laughs> to and, do that. And that's oddly <laughs> hard. Like That's hard, Why bro? is it? Why are you making it so hard? Why, you why so can't hard? you, oh, like... So men, I, I believe men are scared to bring it up to their actual girlfriends or yeah. wives because of how they feel like they're going to respond. But little do they know, a lot of women will actually probably be with it. Right. If you brought that woman, like, let's have a sit down. Let's talk about it. Let's see where it's going to go, yeah. the pros and cons. That woman understands, like, if it's not going to work out, just walk away. Right. If this conversation doesn't go well, just walk, walk away. away. It's because over. this is what this person wants. Exactly. And, and the thing is, and even in a relationship, at any point in time, when something changes within you, you must inform your partner. You have communication. <laughs> but it's not just, it's comprehension as well. I've seen right. that meme. It's not just communication. It's comprehension. It's comprehension. If you're not getting it, me telling you, and you're not getting it, it's worthless. Yeah. It's pointless. That's all. very true. All I can say in the argument is, I told you, but you didn't understand. But you didn't understand. That was pointless. You, you know what, Michelle? That's a very good point. And I think we, we can end on that tonight. Um, comprehension. Comprehension. Because we can listen to all mother trucking day. All day. But if you don't understand when it comes to either spirituality or whoever you're dealing with, if you're not understanding what either they're saying or they're not saying, then... I, everything you're doing is in vain. And let them know you don't understand. Don't be afraid to That's tell someone point. you don't understand. You right, Michelle. Let them know so they can break it down. Like just like Dion been saying, break that down. Break it down. You know what? Let them know. I appreciate your corner. We're gonna find a, a name for it. You will. <laughs> yeah. Either. But it look like you're going to be here a lot more often. And if y'all are feeling it, let me know. Follow me. What is it? Follow me on Facebook. Yeah. Michelle Mungu. That means God. I am the God. And your Instagram. <laughs> my Instagram. Uh, Audio whore. Is it audio? It's audio geeker. There we go. Audio geeker. I was audio whore on Twitter. Okay. But uh, I don't tweet anymore. She'll get, we're just trying to get back into tweeting. But, yeah, we, and if you're, if you're easily offended, don't follow me on Facebook. Don't <laughs> find me. Elijah King, you find me on Facebook, okay? Seriously, I'm stalking nigga? you. I'm going to put it out. I'm stalking him, okay? I think he's the most beautiful thing in the world. I'm sorry. All right, and we're going to wrap up Shell's <laughs> Corner. Until next time, y'all be easy. All right. All right, jokes and secrets time. Jokes and secrets time. <laughs> Got you off guard, did I? I was not paying attention. <laughs> oh, we back. Whoa. Oh, girl, look at this. Rail canceled after first one season on Fox. I'm not surprised. Y'all wasn't watching Rail? Well, Rail was really bad, and I blame that Jessica Ball-headed bitch. I blame <laughs> her. All that chit-chatting and chit-chitting and saying all she wanted. Now your show canceled, bitch. Listen. Jess, I was rocking with you for a little while, and then you just, just went left, and you know what, girl? Shut your mouth. You didn't know how to be girl. quiet. So, good luck on your uh, future yeah, endeavors. Instagram post. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it is. Yeah, nah. All right. Joseph's right. secrets time. What Ooh. are we doing? Embarrassing ourselves. Rumors. Rumors. We gon' splag it, girl. Smash it in, babe. Smack it, girl. Smash it in, babe. That's the dance. Make it, girl. We did smash it in, babe. Y'all don't remember that? Then y'all internet is too new for me, you baby. Know, I, you know, me and, me and my sister went to that concert, and it was like a real concert. <laughs> I thought it was a joke. It was not a joke. It, they was performing. It was actually pretty fun. So did and you have a good people time? knew smang it.
And they smashed it in. And bang. they smashed it in bang. And they fertilized and eggs. And scrambled them eggs. Yeah. Fertilized. Fried fertilized. Fried or fertilized. Fried or fertilized. How you want your eggs, girl? Fried or fertilized. Oh, Lord. Oh, what Anyway, is we doing rumors today. Oh, great. So who's going first? I went first last time. Did you? I don't remember. We be keeping, we be losing track. <laughs> Actually, no, I went first last time. Oh, great. So your turn. I don't want to do this. <laughs> I don't want our PI. I really don't. I told her when she was like, you want to do rumors? Not really. I love this story. I feel like it was a shining moment for me, child. Girl, let me prep my mind. Okay, so here we go. Who are y'all? So remember y'all last week? Come on, <laughs> come on, tell you. Don't tell nobody. It's just between us it's now. It's between us, okay? This ain't nobody business but us. <laughs> so remember I told you I didn't know old boy. The old boy baby mama kidnapped me. Blah. All right. So, months later, now I don't talk to none of these niggas, right? I'm minding my good old business. I came home to do my mom's hair on a Thursday. So, I Lex was always in choir practice or whatever. Always. Like, I have not taught y'all. We are in the springtime. All this happened in the fall. We are good into the spring. I mean, at least, like, people outside chilling spring. Yeah, it's like March. Right. Okay. Minding. I ain't talked to none of these folks. <coughs> I go do my mom's hair. I come downstairs to my little, you know, Metro. No, 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 not Metro. It's a Nokia. <laughs> and I have, like, 56 missed calls, 20-something text messages. And I'm like, who died? Okay. Let's pray, pray, take a pause right here. Oh, On the other side of this story, uh, I was in my good old room minding my good old business. And all I hear is, Alexis! <laughs> So-and-so was outside just causing a scene. Okay. He talking about he going to kill Dion. Mm-hmm. Blase, blase, right? So I find out, long story short, this fool is has come to the dorm, bleeding, yelling, looking for Dion, trying to kill Dion, and outside and told the whole fucking world. That I burned him that, and his baby mama. That she burned him <laughs> and his baby mama. And I don't forgot Dion to went away. <laughs> Back home, and I am blowing her up. I'm cussing people out in the street yeah. to, to mind their motherfucking business. Yeah, and I'm so. calling Dion, stupid self, not answering so the phone. I, I finally get to my phone. I'm calling her back, and I got all these messages of bitches screaming, Dion! I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so it's, I finally get Alexis, and she was like, this nigga up here, he didn't cut his hair. Are you, where are you? And I was like, in Birmingham. She was like, okay, you're fine. She's fine. <laughs> Everybody, she's fine. She's not here. So I hear people, where's she at? I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So she was like, this nigga up here telling people you burned him and his baby mama. I was like, when? When did this happen? And he done came and he bleeding all over the floors and it's blood. Wait, how did he get past the door, mom? Clearly she just watched this big nigga come in. I can't blame her because I wouldn't have fought him either. So I'm like, okay, what? So she was like, yeah, he out here telling all these locals and shit that you done burned him. I was like, with what? <laughs> How is my question. I'm like, how? I was like, I don't even fuck with this nigga no more. Oh, girl. But prior to that, this is, I think this is what sparked it. We were at my cousin's house again. And they were having us a week or whatever for their lying ass organization. (laughs) Not lying ass. (laughs) 
Chilitis. Chilitis organization. And I went over there like a fool with my fool attitude because I didn't want to be over there because this nigga I don't talk to no more is over here. And he tries to talk to me. And I'm just like in my sass. Uh-uh. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm talking shit. Guess what happened? He throws his beer on me. Now we, <laughs> we all, all fucking fight, fighting. Fight. Now everybody got I done got flipped over a okay. chair. He's been punched me in my face like three times. So uh, we all fucking fight. So this is like weeks after that, right? So y'all, this is weeks after that shit. So you know I'm really not fucking with him. Now I done, the story is I didn't burn this nigga. And I was like, why won't he leave me alone? <laughs> That's how I kept thinking. It's like, just leave me alone. She was like, I got my motherfucking papers. So, my mom was real big on us being on birth control before we knew it's not good for your body. Word. So, I had went to the OB back at home because my mom had, like, still had set dentist appointments, set doctor's mm-hmm. appointments. So, I had, my, she, my doctor talked to us about being sexually active, and she was like, but because of the Blue Cross Blue Shield, we have to run everybody of, uh, between the ages of 14, like, 24 with the STD test. I remember mm-hmm. her telling me that because mm-hmm. she was telling me how to read the results. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, well, okay, girl, well, I'm not worried about this shit because I, I got proof. Well, I got my papers. <laughs> so I was like, oh, do you now? Well, make copies in my okay. brilliance. In her brilliance. I said, Dion, now, Alexis, make copies. Now, this time, this is how I knew Alexis was my friend because one girl, they, it's, it's madness, right? Y'all, it's fucking madness <laughs> on the yard. So they run around, oh, Dion burned these niggas. Like, how did I burn the baby mama too? But whatever. <laughs> sure. So just... she the only one holding it down, telling niggas to shut the fuck up. I was up. like, why are y'all even out? You don't even go mm-hmm. here and take y'all asses home. She didn't burn nobody. Some girl was like, she just need to leave school. I was just like, fuck that. Listen, you know in my 17-year-old rage, I was 17 and I was hot. I was like, y'all not going to talk about my girl like this. She not even here to defend herself. Girl. No. So she told me she had her papers. I so said, I came make back to school. copies. I came back to the school. I think on a Sunday they were having a, a fish fry. So I had like, all, I used all my folks' copy paper at home, right? So I just marked out, I think like my social security number or whatever. And I think that that was it. I left it. And I highlighted. We went through that bitch highlighting dates and test results, right? I taped it to, to her back. back. And like to, and I was walking through that bitch past them out like coupons. We just on the yard. Just, just here you go. Know. We didn't care who it was. Here you go. Take so one of these. So she stops me. Tell a friend. And baby mama wants to talk about this. And I'm just sitting there like, okay, bitch, but well, are we fighting at this point? <laughs> she was like, this look fake. Okay, well, how are yours? What are your papers? Since you so sure, where are your papers? Come and find out. They had something like trichinomus. It was like a bacterial disease they got from each other. other. (laughs) Because they nasty. (laughs) Whatever. I don't fucking care. (laughs) So the the rumor was, so to dispel the rumors, I passed out my test results. That was my fuck you to literally everybody who has something to say. And apparently it is a lore. (laughs) But nobody talks about that shit to me. I just found it's that like out. It's like a Talladega myth. Like, it's just a story that's passed on from generation to generation. But don't nobody say shit to Dion about nobody it. Nobody talks to me about it. And I really have never had a problem with anybody after that. Mm. But these, y'all, these niggas be wild. But that was that was a, a huge rumor. And I remember my dad was like, you know, the only thing with the rumor, you can just outlive it. And I was like, you right, daddy. So fuck that. <laughs> I went to back to school. Let's go at it. But I didn't argue with nobody. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. We were straight after that. Yeah. Not much of a problem.
so, okay. Well, mine is a hilarious, I guess. Okay. So, uh, I went to a boarding school. I think people know that about me now. Yeah. And I was in choir, the yeah. traveling choir, which I was very proud of. You should be. I was, because we went to competitions, and I, yeah, we won a lot of them joints. You really did. So, one time, while we were traveling, mm-hmm. my 11th grade year is my first year I was there, and it was in Biloxi, I think, mm-hmm. and my mom had came down, because she was in that area of working, and so she had come down. She she did that a lot. People thought I was from Mississippi as much as my mother was there and I was like nah she just traveled for work and every time she close she want to come see me yeah um so she came down and so um my choir director I think was from that area so um we sang at a place I don't remember if it was a church or what and then we ate and then we went to the beach because it was still light out yeah and I guess there were instructions to be back at the bus at a certain time yeah and I don't remember okay. what the time was, apparently. So I am off with the friends, friends. And so at this time, it was a dude that I liked, kind of talked to in the beginning, then stopped talking to. At yeah. this point, he was dating another girl. Yeah. And so I hadn't really been fucking with him, you know, since he started dating some other girl. Yeah. But, you know, we was in choir together. And so I guess he felt like there was tension between us or whatever. So I'm walking along the beach with my friends and then he comes up and then he's like, can we talk? So I'm like, okay, sure. Let's go talk. So we start walking. So I don't even remember the conversation. I don't remember how long we were out there. I really don't. We just started walking and we just talked and sat on the bench and was talking. And then at one point I look up and it's getting dark, and I see nobody. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, shit, I think we should go back to the bus. He was like, oh, yeah, you because I didn't have a phone. We, we weren't allowed uh, yeah. to have phones. I didn't have no watch on. Yeah. I'm not knowing what's going on. Yeah. So I get back to the bus, and I see my mama running. Oh. And I know she 38 hot, and I'm finna get embarrassed <laughs> in front of Everybody. Everybody. And I hear my Alexis McCall. And I'm like, oh, um, shit. So she hollered at me, you were supposed to be at the bus 30 minutes ago. And we got people out here looking for you. And I'm like, oh, no. And I'm like, oh. So you worried about getting cussed out. Oh, my God. And so I'm, like, praying that my mom is going to let me back on this bus. And she's like, no, I don't know. You told Dr. McCall. Oh, Dr. So <laughs> Excuse me. Can't do that. As I don't know. You told her I'm going to um, take you back to school myself. And I'm like, oh. So they leave me, right? The bus leaves me. Okay. So I'm with my mom, and she is fussing the whole way back. And I'm like, oh, my God. So the next day. I don't hear nothing after that. The next day, I'm in class, and mm-hmm. I have class with this girl uh-huh. who um, is dating him now. Okay. And so she is, like, loud enough so I can hear her, but she's not talking to me. Okay. And so she's and she's from the Grand Cayman, so it's like her island accent. She's like, people want to take long walks on the beach with my boyfriend. <laughs> Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh no, 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 you can't do it again. You can't do it again. 
Go, go. <laughs> what? <laughs> what did Spice say to you? What did she say to you? <laughs> she was like, people want to take long walks on the beach with me, boyfriend. <laughs> Alexis was taking walks on the beach with me, boyfriend. <laughs> okay, go. All right, go. And I was like, oh, she's talking about me. Oh, no, that's me. Oh, word, my bell. Oh. And I was like, uh-huh. Oh, no, Alexis. <laughs> Was you answering her? Or were you just like, okay. I was like, would you like to talk? <laughs> when did I get this bow? Because right? I was not like this. So she was step out. Girl, this was chemistry. And now this is the middle of class now. Oh, and, no. uh, oh y'all step out? So I was, she was talking to me. What was she saying? <laughs> um... She was like, I just find it funny that, that, uh, what, like, what were you talking about? And I was like, bitch, nothing. <laughs> Why we weren't talking, I guess this is what we were talking about. I guess that. That I don't about. know why. I mean, I mean, you know, niggas be missing me and shit. Oh, you know I'm oh, <laughs> I mean, but like, we was talking about why we weren't talking. It was nothing, and so she, whatever, she let it go. But then, so the rumor apparently was me and him was on the beach doing it or no. whatever. And then, and then the second part of the rumor was my mama found out <laughs> and caught us, <laughs> and then beat me on the no. way back. Like I was like she like hit me and I was like y'all if my mama actually hit me I'd be in the hospital right now like I've seen the lady punch an office chair and the hole is still in the chair like so I know if my mom actually hit me it'd have been over like I wouldn't even be in school right now like oh no so they were just seeing all this around you yeah like I just found this out like by the time choir happened choir practice happened the next day I had to find out like my mama beat me up and I had sex with this boy on the beach you've never had sex (laughs) not then no (laughs) so so how did the rumor end I just kept telling people I never I never nothing happened Nothing happened. I don't know if they let it go. What was he saying? Nothing happened. He said nothing happened. Oh my god! People nothing are... happened. I didn't. I didn't even I get my first kiss until senior year, bruh. Nothing oh, happened. God, so... the I mean, like I was like, dude, my mama beat me up. Really? I don't think that happened. N- none of that happened. Oh, but god. yeah, that was an interesting rumor. I've. There was a couple of rumors after that. But... What? What's another one? No. <laughs> we can do it again another day. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the end of the show. Yeah. So, yeah, y'all. I hope you enjoyed our business. Yeah. This was a good episode. I mean, happy Easter, belated Easter. Right. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Well, and yeah. happy belated... 420. Yeah. 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 That's a little bit what... We're celebrating a little early. Yeah. Yeah. Every day early, but sure. Bless it to those. (laughs) As always, if y'all want to give us one of your jokes and secrets or music or topic ideas, please email us at where's the lie 19. That's where's with an S, the lie 19 at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you and we like to read the messages over to each other. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, we like hearing from y'all, so hit us up, and we'll talk to y'all next time.